and risings, my beloves. It is 10.52 a.m. March 28th. Monday, March 28th, okay? Um, bear with me a little bit because I'm a little emotional right now. I woke up this morning and just was like, you know, ready to do my podcast. Actually, no, I was about to just like learn about, um, his name is Kanos, right? I'm still learning his name. Kanunos is how his name's pronounced. Kanunos. And it's spelled like C-E-R-N-N-U-N-O-S or something like that. But um, it's pronounced Kanunos, okay? So remember where we left off yesterday, I believe, is I was explaining to you guys how um, there were 66 gods in um, paganism culture. You know, shamanic, basically the shamanic culture of the Norse gods and things like that. They all got forgotten about. And um, the so-called, like, Lucifer depiction of the Baphomet, you know, that we call the devil. And we make it seem like he's just so evil and all this good shit. That's actually, it's like, that's his face. Remember how I told you, like, the blue-eyed baby Jesus with the straight hair that everybody's worshiping in church? is literally just the face of, like, some Roman person. And really, you know... We broke down the part of the Bible where he has bronze skin and woolly hair just like me, right? So it's like, now we're going to break down Baphomet. And the depiction of the Baphomet is not even the right depiction. It's not even what Lucifer looks like. Because what you guys think Lucifer looks like, he don't even look like that. Lucifer's a falling angel. So what do angels look like? They look like orbs. They're literally orbs. You know what I mean? It's like... Or they look like things that our mind can't even comprehend at this point right now. But it's definitely not what you guys think it is. And I'm about to explain to you guys why on a deeper level. And I'm also going to um, connect all the different cultures that have this same representation, okay? So it's going to be a very deep one. We're going to get some more messages. Like I pulled some different cards out just for Kanunos so that we can get more information for him because I feel like I literally cried. Like, you guys, before I did this, I literally was, like, crying, boo-hooing. Like, it hurt so bad to know that, like... Because this is my ancestors' information. This is my ancestors', like, history on the Norse Celtic side. And it's, like, to know that, like, the shamans that were in my family got, like, demonized. And then not only that, but, like this powerful God that's connected to Mother Gaia has such this bad rep and it's like you guys look at him in this Baphomet form and you think he's evil and it's not even him you guys don't even know that's Kanunos remember how I was explaining like Father Time or like the phallus and then we have Mother Gaia that's that's there that's that's why it's pronounced that way like Father Time Mother um, Mother Earth he's the Father Time Okay, so this is going to be a very, very, very deep episode. I'm going to try to, like, take it slow so I don't get too emotional because, like, I was literally crying. It hurts so bad to know that, like, and this is, like, what I, you know what I mean? Like, my family grew up Christian, you know, Christian Catholic and shit like that. So it's like a lot of them um, are demonizing me right now, you know what I mean? Like, because of the information that I'm putting out, then I'm now I'm evil, but it's like, no, you guys need to study. I need everybody to pick up a motherfucking book and go study this shit because I'm not just saying it. 
if you the further you look back the more you'll see and it's like if you can't find nothing further back in libraries and stuff the best thing for you to do is travel and go to museums and go to these countries and visit these places and see it for yourself it's it our ancestors left proof for a reason you know what i mean okay so let's get into Kanunos. So, in 4th century Celtic, he was known as like the horned god of the woods, okay? Um, by my Norse ancestors, he was known, known as the god of the hunt, nature, and fertility. Remember yesterday we were saying that he represents divine feminine energy because he's connected to divine feminine energy. And remember how I told you the whole reason they took the feminine energy out of the Bible and made it the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit is because it's like once you connect to divine feminine, whether you're men or woman, that's your intuition, that's your magic, that's the connection to earth, that's the love and caring and nurturing side. So if that's removed and it's like it's just war and you know famine and just just fucking chaos and shit like that, right? There's no calming the waters. Um, by the rest of um, other cultures that are associated with him, he's known as the shamanic peaceful deity of nature. He is also a mediator between opposite worlds. So he sits in front of, um, he's depicted as a, with a human face and has horns or like deer antlers that come from his head. And he's actually depicted as um, sitting in front of Yagrizil, which is the tree of life in Norse mythology. So he sits in front of the tree. But it's like he sits in like the groove of the tree. So you know how like trees have like that little curve and it's like the perfect little area where your little butt can sit in. It's like he sits there and he actually like he is a part of the roots because like I said, um, he's the tree that was cut down. He's a part of the Yagrazil. So um, yeah, I don't know how else to explain it, but he's like he's he's like. His roots can connect to other realms and stuff like that. So it's like he can mediate, like, um, out of the nine realms. If, like, one of the realms had to go and associate with the other realm, they would have to come through him, like, the gatekeeper. He's a gatekeeper. Um, to, like, all the lower realms and things like that. So, like, if they want to go and access the gods or anything like that, then it's like they'd have to come through him. Yeah, he has ruling over all green forces and all green land. So, like, literally how Mother Gaia is, like, it's not like, oh, Mother Gaia is just in the Amazons. Oh, no, Mother Mother Gaia is just in, like, the Everglades and stuff like that. No, it's like Mother Gaia is the world. That's how he is, too. Like, all of the forest and Greenlands is what he rules. Um, Back in the day, our ancestors were taught to follow his laws when you hunt and harvest, okay? Because it's like, if you don't, then, you know, your harvest will spoil or, you know, something bad will happen when you go hunting. It's like, you got to respect him. That's why a lot of like, um, that's why a lot of our ancestors, when they did hunt, it's like, it's not a bad thing to eat meat and like stuff like that. Like, you know, but it's like when they did do it, it was for a reason and they didn't like overdo it. You know how like for us, it's like there's butcher shops everywhere and it's like, you know, we can go to the grocery store and just buy meat by the bulk and it's just like all you see is all these meat products like go in a store and you just see all this meat right it's like no you know like 
say our village was doing something and we needed to do some type of sacrifice for the gods. Say we had a hundred people and we knew like five elks would feed these hundred people. We'd go and do a shamanic type of ritual and work with um, Kanunos and then we would hunt those five deers and it's like it's a sacred thing it's not like oh yeah we just need a bunch of meat let's just keep packing them keep packing them keep packing no it's like everybody eats this meal you get this energy in you and then it's like you know you harvest and you got your gardening food and things but it's like when we need to do this again okay maybe it's lambs or maybe it's cows or it's like you know what I mean chickens or whatever the fuck it's like things were taken in moderation you didn't overkill these animals because it's like you got to give these animals time to reproduce you know what I mean? You got to give them time to um, have their own lives, live their own life cycles and things like that. You know what I mean? But it's like you have to respect hunting. You got to respect harvesting. And us today in these times, we don't. As you can see, there's so many animals that are going extinct. Like, think about it. And it's like, I don't think people really wrap their ra- their brains around animal extinction. Like, these animals are not just going to disappear off the face of the fucking earth. Animals, by human nature, they're primal. They're, you know, they're going to um, go and, um, you know, have sex. It's like they're animals. They're not going to be like, oh, man, I got to think about if this is a good or bad guy. and oh, I need a condom. No, they're fucking animals. They're going to have sex. So animals are constantly supposed to be reproducing. But it's like for an animal to go to stink is because those hunters, people are hunting for what you want to hang their head on on the wall and say you're proud of hunting them that taxidermy shit or whatever the fuck studying them or whatever it's like whoa nobody's respecting animals no more like really think about how the fuck how do how does an animal go instinct unless you're it's like genocide like how did certain cultures quote unquote or certain um like for example i'm gonna I'm throw it this way for example because i want y'all to look into them tasmanians Tasmania is a small island right outside of Australia. Remember how I was telling you yesterday, the um, the Irish Celtics and stuff, they were getting enslaved over in Australia uh, with the Aboriginal Indigenous Australians as well by the British back in the day, right? So they were also slaves, also getting called the N-word, also getting mistreated and raped and beat and separated from their kids and sold off and shit like that, right? So... Tasmania. This was a small island that had Tasmanian people on. These people look similar to the Aboriginal indigenous people of Australia, but they were their own. They were Tasmanians, right? On this land of Tasmania, there's an animal called Tasmanian devils, right? And this, you, you know what I'm talking about. Everybody that watched Looney Tunes and shit when I was a kid, when you were a kid, right? Looney Tunes, Tasmanian devil. So they represent they told you guys what they did or they told you guys about the Tasmanian devils but they didn't tell you about Tasmania and what they did to those people they systematically wiped them out because it's like they were separate from everything else they weren't connected nobody really knew about them in history so they just wiped them out if you go to Tasmania right now there's nothing but animals on that on that island there's nobody there and these people were beautiful. Look up Tasmanian people. I promise you, Google that right now. and You'll see what I'm talking about. And then on top of that, not only did they wipe them out, 
but the only representation they gave to you of these people is the Tasmanian devil to demonize this entire culture, okay? Kanunos is first represented by Celtics. Remember how I was going over that a lot of you guys that quote-unquote are writing down that you're white on our papers, but you have cultures? Like I said, your grandparents and shit are like immigrants from somebody else, somewhere else. They came over here a long time ago, and y'all signed a treaty, and now you're saying you're white, but you're not? Yes. Celtics, 4th century. The reason why you guys are lighter now is because you're our albinos. You're still our people. You're still us. Why do you think they took all of our shamanism and, and cultures out? From natives to Celtics to Norse to uh, like the Australian Aborigines to Africans to Islanders of all sorts. You see what I'm saying? To, 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 the, to Asian and Central Asia and all of that over there. Even to like Germanic and shit like that. Think about it. Just really, really think about it for a second, okay? So he's depicted, like I said, and 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 I need you to look up. I need you to look him up and then look up Baphomet. And look at the depictions. Look up Kanunos, and I told you how to spell it. So shit, rewind it or write it down, whatever the fuck. Look up Kanunos, right? The way I'm pronouncing it, it's not spelled that way. And then Look up Baphomet and really compare the two pictures and see what they're doing to you guys. Because I woke up about this shit. I just need to spread this information around. But just look at it. I need you to really fucking look at this shit. I'm not lying. I wouldn't tell you guys something without making it something that you can go and look up yourself. Because I'm all about research. So I'm never going to be the type of person that's just like, oh, yeah, um, take my word for it and just believe me. No, go look it up yourself. Prove yourself wrong. If, if you think I'm wrong, go look the shit up. Bro, the fuck? He sits cross-legged in front of the tree of life with, one sna- with a snake in one hand to represent the shedding of old ways and rejuvenation and strength. Okay? What do you see the Baphomet with? A snake? What do they say is evil? Snakes? Right? Then we hear from Lilith talking about she um, worked with the forest gods and she, um, and you know, the forest um, beings. And she tra- she learned how to magically transform herself into the snake to give Eve the divine energy, um, um, information of what was going on and where she was from. So she didn't get bamboozled, you know what I mean? And then Eve gave Adam the, 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 the apple to bite, right? Okay. We're going back to snakes. In today's time, yeah, we call snakes like, oh, yeah, snakes. You know, I'm not saying like, you know, when you say you got a snake in, your, in, in the grass or you say you got a snake in um in your crowd or whatever. I'm not saying to, to change that and say, oh, that's a good person. No, I'm saying like, look at what it's talking about as far as religion and spirituality. The spiritual side of it actually means to shed skin and rejuvenate. Okay, like, like, just pay attention, bro. He has a torque in his hand. The torque in his hand, it almost looks like a bracelet. So if you guys watch Vikings, you'll see what I'm talking about on there. It's like, um, it's called a torque, I think, in like, um, Celtic languages or whatever. 
but it's like in uh, Viking history, it's called an armband. And like you get an armband when you become a certain age, like say you hit 13 or something like that. When you become like that puberty age, you become that man. You get this armband where it's like you um, pretty much like vow to the gods that you'll be loyal to them. And it's very important. It's like, it's like, I don't even know how to explain it. But it's an armband and it's like, it holds great import- importance, okay? Um, it's like representing strength and connection with the gods. So it's like, basically it's like if somebody snatches your armband off, or it's like if you take off your armband, it's like you're denouncing the gods, basically, is what our ancestors believed. Well, you know, those that are listening to this that have these ancestors. So it's like, in Kanunos's hands, one a snake is in one hand to represent strength and rejuvenation, and in the other hand, he has the armband. They just call this something different, a torque. So it's like, I think in today's time, it's like it, people think that it's like a horseshoe, or you know how like he has like hooves. People think it's like the bottom of his hoof or something when it's depicted with the baphomet, but it's not. It's like you guys don't even, bro. I need y'all to see this shit. Like, come on. Pay attention. Wake up. Yeah. <sighs> this is crazy. Okay. Um. He's also depicted. So when you see him, like, if you end up going to, like, museums and looking at old paintings and actually, like, trying to find out the truth of what I'm saying, all over the world in different cultures, he's represented, okay, as the horned god. Because it's like a lot of other cultures, um, besides the Celtic, they lost their history due to like all of the colonization and stuff. Their history was lost. You know what I mean? It didn't get passed on. So it's like there's a lot of other horned gods that are connected to, you know, nature and, and forests and woods that um, that other cultures have. And they call them other things. But it's like, if like I just said, his name was barely remembered so imagine them you know what I mean like they really wiped out a lot of information he's depicted surrounded by domesticated animals with a human face and he has horns so like you can literally go and see like old um stone carvings like he's carved in like stone or like on on wall paintings and stuff like that like when you go to these museums and you start to see these little things pay attention like if you're looking at celtic mythology or whatever and and like really pay attention because it'll show you him and it'll tell you who he is and then it's like then you'll go out into the world and you'll still it's like what is it called it's it's a propaganda it's like you see something and it's like um since that image is stuck in your head this is what you associate it with like how since since that's why it's like so important to them to make blue eye baby Jesus instead of like a strong black man because if there was a strong black man that was considered Jesus Christ do you think black people would be in the situation that they are in now if they knew who he what he really looked like you couldn't tell us nothing right you couldn't do any of the things that you're doing to us right now because we would be more powerful we have more respect about ourselves they didn't want that they didn't want that for nobody's culture that's why they lie to everybody so you'll see him with horns he's sitting with his legs crossed and he has a snake in one hand a twerk in another hand and he'll be surrounded by domesticated animals 
So when you see him in other depictions or old ancient things, when you start to research this stuff yourself, that's him. Even though he has a human face, he is not a god that is really concerned about humans because they stole his gold and prosperity when they cut down his source of power, the tree. So when they cut down Yagrizil, he also has like an endless amount of gold and fortune and prosperity that um, that is associated with him. So the humans that did this, when they came to colonize and stuff, they cut it down. So he's not really concerned about humans right now. You know what I mean? It's like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, until we raise our vibrations, a lot of this stuff is like, no, we can't even connect to them. And I think I left off with like, um, explaining how like we needed to connect to Mother Earth. So we'll get back into that later after I really, um, break down his story and stuff like that. But like, that's like the only way we can heal everything is like, healing mother earth that's why it's like people talk about going green and like doing all these things those are earth angels people that start these like foundations that really help you know what i mean like foundations that really actually help animals and actually help the water animals and actually help the environment and stuff because a lot of people say they are but it's like they just take the money and get rich off of it and still there's still oil and oil drilling and all this kind of shit like that right but there's some and they're probably small companies because they don't get backed by a lot of people. That really fucking help. Those are earth angels. Okay? They're here to help Mother Gaia. Those hippie-ass friends that only do everything. Like, my best friend, rest in peace. My best friend, Ashley. She did everything. Like, bro, I can't explain. Even her kids' diapers were, like, organic and compostable and shit like that. Like, she was a fairy. I had to see that like after she passed I realized like I knew I was a mermaid the whole time and it's like I knew my best friend was like super like earthy you know what I mean but it's like wow you're really like you're really a fairy like (laughs) you're really a fairy like and it's crazy because I didn't see until she passed but now I see and I respect it she did not play. She didn't play about no littering. She didn't play about nothing. You could not do nothing that hurt Mother Gaia around her. And she would go camping. She would go on adventures. You know what I mean? Like, those are the type of people that are here to uh, lift the vibrations of the world. Those friends that just want to bring you on camping trips and go fun. And, like, let's travel the world and explore. And, you know, you know, like, they're vegan. And, you know, they just do all this shit. Like, she just... <laughs> She ate certain supplements and, like, you know, she knew about herbs and things like that. That's ancient shamanism. That's, like, fairy magic and shit, knowing about all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, we're gonna we're gonna go over the different um, gods and stuff that it also has his energy. Because, remember, I told you. We all are connected. We all... It's like... <sighs> Example, La Serene, okay? La Serene is the mermaid queen, basically, or the goddess um, of my culture in Haiti. In Africa, she's known as Mami Wata, okay? Same depiction, different name. You see what I'm saying? The same god, different name. Different cultures is going to call them what they call them because of their language or because their dialect or whatever, right? But it's the same being. So... Kanunos, he has the same energy of Osiris. 
okay? So remember I was explaining um, how, um, I don't know if I told you guys this part. I didn't tell you like the background part, but Osiris had a brother named Set. And Osiris got tricked by Set's wife um, into, because like, they were sisters. Okay, like, okay. It was like two brothers and two sisters, right? So Set and Osiris are brothers. And then Isis and Nephis are sisters. Or it's not Nephis, it's another one. But they're sisters, right? And Set Set's wife basically like seduced Osiris and tricked her and made her think that um made him think that he was her sister, Isis, to have a baby with him. That baby was Anubis, okay? So when Set found out about this, he didn't care that his wife seduced his brother. He just cared that his brother, basically it seemed like his brother traded on him, right? So he killed his brother. Cain killed Abel. Do you see what I'm saying? Okay? Cain killed Abel. Um, So he killed his brother. And he chopped him up into 42 pieces. In today's time, you might read a lot of texts that says 14, but that's because they don't know how to read um, hieroglyphs. It's 42. And he spread them all over Egypt. All over Egypt. Just a bunch of pieces everywhere. So, Isis and Nephis. So, this is actually Nephis. I don't remember the other... She has an N in her name, too. That's why I can't remember it. But, um, it's not her sister. So, then she goes and Nephis and Isis helps... I mean, she... They go around (laughs) and they collect the 42 pieces. And, um... They, she puts him back together, right? The only piece they can't find is his phallus, which is his penis. So then I told you, right, she shapeshifted into her blue avian form into the bird, and she still was able to um, have a child with him even without his phallus. And she rejuvenated and brought him back to life, and then, you know, all that good stuff, right? Immaculate conception. So, Cain killed Abel. Set killed Osiris. We're going and we're we're gonna show. I'm gonna show you how this is the same, right? So the other gods that are represented um, as this god are Frey. Uh, Frey. So remember, I told you there was Freya and Frey in Norse mythology. Frey is also this god. So in Celtics, he's called Kanunos. In Norse mythology, he's called Frey. In Finnish cultures, he's called Tapio. In Germanic and Czech cultures, I'm going to say this wrong, I know. Rubezal, R-U-B-E-Z-A-H-L. I know I said that wrong. In Selvig cultures, Leshai. In Greek cultures, he's known as Pan. Roman cultures, he's Phanus. Babylonian, he's Tammuz. Egyptian, he's Osiris. In Aztec, he is Talok. Talok. T-L-A-L-O-C. I hope I'm saying that right, okay? So, this is literally all his depictions. All over the world, all those cultures I just named, has this deity that they worship that is connected. And I bet you, when you go and look into the names I just said in these different cultures, I bet you he's associated with fertility the tree of life in their own way okay
So, gosh, like, do you see why I got so emotional? Because it's like all this information is hidden. It's all in the Vatican. They know this shit. And the fact that it's like, we're like, oh, Lucifer, oh, the devil this, oh, the devil that. And you're just like cursing this fallen angel. And then on top of that, you're looking at this fallen angel like, ugh, you know, like, oh, fuck him and this and that. And that's a whole fucking God of like, what? Like, do you, bro, like, I don't know. This shit is just crazy to me. <sighs> Kanunos' energy um, stands for courage, okay? He also represents, like, duality. So, like, he understands that he wants everybody to understand that fear is a necessary part of courage. If there's no fear in what you're doing, then it's like, how can you be courageous about something? You know what I mean? If it's just easy breezy, it's nothing, it's a cakewalk, then how can you ever muster up any courage to do something? So it's like, that and like differentiating what's yours and what's others. So he's really big on like property respect, boundaries respect. That's why he, um, that's why they came to him when it came to like hunting and harvesting because it's like, okay, well, you want to harvest, um, or it's like you want to pick these certain berries that you've seen in the forest. Well, those berries might belong to some fae folk. So it's like he needs to communicate with them that, okay, when they harvest, can they harvest this? Can they take this amount? Whatever, whatever, okay? You know, when it comes to the, the cycle of life, you know, these humans do need to sacrifice some of you guys. Like, So it's like a mediator between things. Respecting property and boundaries. Um, he also represents the courage to step forward and do what's right, even if others do not. What I'm doing right now, okay? So he's associated with the Rune Elhas, okay? The Rune Elhas, we'll get into that in a couple, um, you know, in a little bit. He's here to um, help others deepen the connection with plants and animals that share this planet with them, okay? Yeah. So the, he has like this small, like, I want to say like affirmations. Yeah, he has like affirmations that come with his energy. I stomp the ground. My breath is like smoke. My head is steady. The points of my bone turn outwards, his horns. Okay, his family's behind me, ancestors and all. I can hear the breath and the beat of their heart behind me. I step through my fear. I am El Haz. So El Haz is a rune. And if you see this rune, it's actually him depicted, okay? Look up the rune El Haz, E-L-H-A-Z, and you'll see what it looks like. It's a horn. It's like a, it's the horns. You can see like the horns coming up, okay? So El Haz means elk in their language, okay? It's the most powerful protective runes. Because it represents the um, antlers of a stag, okay? So it provides protection and strength. There's a lot of songs that are sung um, um, in regarding... So it's like the song I just... I mean, the like little poem I just read. There's different, like, in Celtic and Norse mythology, and especially when you watch the Vikings show, you'll notice, like, when they go hunting or when they go to war or when they're doing sacrificial things... They'll sing certain shamanic songs that was passed down to, like, invoke these spirits or to, like, call protection over them. Um, 
so it's like they'll do their chanting rituals and all that kind of stuff and there'll be songs and it's like the low um shamanic drums and it's like Eloha, you know shit like that where it's like they're chanting people think that's evil it's not it's like they're they're singing and you'll hear them singing alhas you know it's in their language but they're singing to these gods and like calling upon them all the shamanic chanting and stuff people are like demonizing and stuff and it's like it's really like so fucking powerful bro it's like when they're chanting in that way and it's like a bunch of them in a group like no matter what culture it's in whether it's norse or like um the shamans and shit there's shamans all over like in every culture there's shaman shamans right so when they're doing their chants and their ceremonies and rituals their voice harmonizing like that and doing those chants is actually like um harmonizing with the and like the music the drums in the background it's like the heartbeat of like mother gaia is what they're telling me yeah if you're ever like in fear and you need courage like wearing this room actually helps or like carrying it with you yeah um so like with the room Thorizaz is like sacred to Thor and the Norns and if you listen to if you don't know what I'm talking about go and listen to the Viking podcast that I did I said something about like the Norse Viking ancestors had a message listen to that podcast and it'll explain a little bit more about the Norns but basically for the people that didn't they are like um all-knowing they're the three sisters and they're like um what will be what was and what is currently so it's like past present and future so he's saying like there's different runes that are associated with different gods and energies and depending on what rune is associated with them when they chant these runes and during their shamanic um rituals is what summons them and calls them okay that's what it was yesterday i could not remember the halls remember i was telling you guys about the halls and there's like a bunch of different um realms and things like that but it's like okay the halls is like the 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 overall like i guess quote-unquote heaven of the gods of norse but their heaven's not like christian heaven and it's like um i was explaining to you guys that odin had his own hall I was, um, since I'm channeling, sometimes it's, like, hard to remember information I already have in my head. But, um, it's called Valhalla. Like, they call Odin's Hall Valhalla. And for, um, uh, Freya, it's called Volkvanar. So, I probably said that wrong, too. Volkvanar. But that's where the powerful shield maidens or the women that, f- that died in battle will go. And then the men will go into Odin's Hall Valhalla. And what they do up there is they'll continue to like train and fight for like the end of times where they where they have to assist the gods uh, with fighting the great battle. Okay, so that's the whole point of like Valhalla and stuff. Yeah, and the last thing he wants me to say involving Elha's room is that um, you'll notice when you see um, the Viking show that Elha's was painted on their shields for protection. So it's like. No matter where they were from, they might have like a red one or a yellow one or a blue one. But you'll see that same rune where it looks like a stick with like antlers coming out of it. Um, painted on their stuff for protection or like on their houses um, to protect householders or like keep their property from harm 
or like it's engraved on battle weapons to protect the person that's at battle okay so and like to keep them like to be courageous during battle and not to be fearful of death or anything like that to come so now we're gonna um channel some more messages from him um let's see what else they gotta say wow okay yeah okay so what i'm seeing is like that's so cool i'm seeing first off i'm seeing this little celtic girl um but it's like it's the it's showing me like more than just this little celtic girl showing me like she represents like divine feminine in celtic mythology and it's like um what i'm seeing is it's like this is the fool card so it's like everybody has been fooled he's saying everybody has been fooled um the card that i'm seeing because like these cards that i have is my celtic fairy cards so it's like he's allowing me to see in the forest what's going on and i'm seeing like divine feminine divine masculine that are celtic norse you know pagan backgrounds they've been fooled since childhood the books you're reading and things like that the way they depict um these beings in fairy tales is all wrong or a lot of the fairy tales that you're or it's like he's also telling me for you guys to go directly to your fairy tales like don't listen to what they're saying um don't listen like if you're into christianity right now take your bible and go and find one of the oldest Celtic mythology books and compare and contrast and you'll see what I'm talking about is what they're saying. Yeah. The a lot of the stories look into the ancient creatures and beings and gods that ruled the forest and stuff and you'll see just how much um how much you've been fooled about fairies and fae folk. But I'm literally seeing like how I told you guys our ginger because our um the gingers that that's uh, like anybody that's ginger i don't care if you're black i don't care if you're native if you have some type of ginger in your bloodline with red hair you have ancient celtic ties like people we're all mixed up ain't nobody just pure one nothing these days okay jimmy graham I love Jimmy Graham with his fine ass. <laughs> Jimmy Graham. I, I think he might still... I haven't paid attention to sports in a long time since I, like, snapped out of this Matrix. I loved it before, but I noticed it did get me emotional and things like that. We'll talk about that in another podcast. But Jimmy Graham, when I last paid attention, he was playing for the Saints. He might still play for them. I don't know. But his fine ass that played for the Saints. Yes, he, he looks African-American and stuff like that. But somewhere along the line, he has ancient celtic bloodline all the red-headed gingers and stuff whether you knew it or not so do you i don't care what you look like you guys all come from these people some of you guys are gaelic have gaelic ancestors as well you guys have all been fooled to thinking you're something that you're not So looking at the Baphomet and thinking that is what it is and it's not. Yeah, he's showing me that like these runes 
Okay. So he's showing me like, um, he's showing me the devil. Yeah, he's showing me that like, um, what they did is like, the whole propaganda is taking this culture. So like, remember how I told you we're breaking down every culture, right? So I did my Egyptians, I did my African cultures, you know what I mean? So now we're on the Celtic. So everything coming from this episode is going to be about my people that are Celtic. And your history that was taken from you. And Norse as well. Okay? So they're showing me that the stuff that you're reading in this Bible depicts your gods as devils. Okay? The runes and things that your ancestors used to protect you guys need to get back into that again, okay? If you have land or if you have a home or shit, even your apartment, when you're outside walking around, pick up some rocks. Learn about these runes, or if you don't even learn, if you don't know much about runes, at least learn about Elhas and protect your energy. Say that you got a home, right? And, um, and you just bought this new home and you want to protect this energy. Take four rocks, big rocks, from somewhere, wherever. You can buy them, you can pick them up, whatever. It's, it's, it's better to go somewhere and, like, pick them up, the ones that you're drawn to, because that's the energy. And take a marker or something that's not going to fade away through the rain and everything like that, some paint, maybe. And engrave these runes on it and put it in the four corners of your yard, or your home, or whatever. And that's how you protect this is ancient things that your ancestors knew that are in your fairy tales, that are in your old texts, that are in your old paganism. They don't want you to know that shit. They want you to think that's demonic. How the fuck is that demonic? How is putting some runes that represent strength and courage and protection on some rocks and putting them around my house evil? Please explain. If anybody can explain that to me, Then, come on, like, because you can't. Nobody can explain to me how the fuck that's evil. How is that devilish? How? They also knew about certain um, metals and things, certain minerals, certain rocks, crystals that helped too. Our ancestors were not primitive. They knew what the fuck was up. What I'm seeing is like the Celtic cross was replaced. Okay, yeah. The Celtic cross has a sun in the background, okay? What he's showing me is the sun in the background of the Celtic cross is very important because it represents the energy of the sun. He's showing me that, yeah, okay, damn. (laughs) Ooh, man, this shit is deep as hell. Okay, the Ankh, right? You know the Ankh symbol in Egyptian mythology? That that circle that's on top of it, if you take that off, it's just a regular cross, right? The circle that's on top of it is the womb of the divine feminine. So it's the divine feminine connection. And then the bottom of it is the phallus, right? Okay. So even like the women's sign right now, you know how like um, everybody has like a symbol? 
you know, when you look at, like, women's symbols, it's the same thing. It's like that little circle with the stick and, like, the cross. It's basically an unk, excuse me. It's basically an unk, right? They're showing me that their version of that is the Celtic cross. The circle that's behind that, the sun, is basically, like, representing the sun or, like, divine feminine energy. Divine feminine power. The circle, the womb. Remember I told you they take little bits and pieces from everybody's culture, put it in one book and demonize it? They took the circle not only from the Ankh, which represented divine feminine, because they have to take divine feminine out of the Bible. They also took the circle from the Celtic cross. And when you take the circle from both of those things that are representing divine feminine energy, you're just left with the phallus, the man. It's a man's world. When you take divine feminine from divine masculine, it becomes chaos. Who do you think right now is the lord of chaos? The Antichrist, right? Who the fuck is the Antichrist? The one representing the cross with no divine feminine. Christianity. Period. I'm literally seeing, he's showing me a fairy that's sitting in front of two tombstones, like the death of Celtic mythology, Gaelic mythology, Norse mythology, paganism in general, the death of that and the rise of Christianity. When people were buried, okay, let me say this. Norse, they cremated them. Sometimes they were buried them too. If they were buried for whatever reason they were buried, your ancestors, they were buried under a Celtic cross that stopped happening and people started to be buried under Christian crosses. Okay. Also, what I'm seeing is like, yeah, yeah, they're literally showing me. They took, there's, uh, I'm going to have to look this up a little bit more. But there's the the divine mother, divine father, and the son. I'm going to have to look into what that is, and I'm going to bring back that information to you guys um, in Celtic mythology. But he's telling me that in Celtic mythology, you guys also have this um, tri- triad. Let me see if I can look it up real quick, shit. Because I like to know, I like to talk about it, like, in the now. Um, let's see, Celtic... Okay, okay, okay. So they're showing me that, first off, they're called primordial mothers. That creates life and fruitfulness, okay? And it's Welsh, too. Welsh and Irish, Celtic, okay? So um, the mothers are Rhiannon, known as the great, the great queen or the great mother, okay? I actually, um, that's crazy because I was drawn to her energy recently. Yeah. Or guess who else? Maman Bridget. Saint Brigitte, okay? So it's crazy because if people know about voodoo, Maman Bridget, who I actually work with, she is the only quote unquote white 
um, deity or Loa that is in voodoo. All the other deities are African descent. She's the only one that's Celtic. Do you see what I'm saying to you guys? I told you guys our ancestors are one and the same. She's albino. She's Celtic. That's why she's accepted into the the voodoo pantheon. She's the only one, my mom, Berger. In Celtic mythology, she's known as Saint Brigid, the exalted one. She's the goddess of fertility and motherhood. When she's over here on the um, the voodoo side with the Gidi the Gidi family, oh, she's definitely different. She's hella different. On the Celtic side, she's like more like mother fertility goddess. When she come and fuck with the voodoo loa, oh, she don't play. She's with all the shits. She drinks rum. She likes um, spicy drinks. You know what I mean? She's known as like um, the protector of the divine feminine. Womanhood, that fiery energy. But she's also like, uh, she's known as like the foul mouthed goddess. You see why I say I don't give a fuck. I cuss. Words are power. If I need to season my words with some fucking cuss words. For y'all to understand it, then what the fuck ever. She's also known as the foul mouth goddess that drinks spicy rum. That's bold, okay? They're showing me that she's, okay, she's the divine mother. So people forgot about that. So Rhiannon, when it comes to like the Irish and Welsh, uh, and, and Welsh, excuse me, is um, the great queen Rhiannon. When it comes to like Celtic, her name is St. Brigitte, okay? And let me see, let me see the father. Let me see what the father's name is, because we're going to break it down for you guys. I need you guys to understand. The father. He is the the Gada. Dagda. Dagda. D-A-G-D-A. Okay? The father God. He also is associated with the Druids, okay? The Druids that um, are with the Stonehenge, you know, the Stonehenge that nobody can understand what happens to them and what happens to the Druids. And I talk about them all the time, how they are, um, they reincarnate and they're into like afterlife and things like that. Yeah. He's also associated with them as well. And let's see, who's the child? Yeah, you guys, I'm like, you guys gotta look this up. Agnes, the son of Dagata. And another name for their mother is Bion, B-I-O-N-N. There's several different names for them, okay? But they're Celtic gods and goddesses. And like I said, for Maman Berger, another way to show you guys I'm not fucking playing about your ancestors being albino, but they're still our people. You just don't know that because they don't want you to know that. Proof is in the pudding, baby. Proof is in the fucking pudding. How else? Because um, 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 voodoo is not really like... It's not that diverse, bro. She's the only one. <laughs> How does she get accepted into something that is all African and Caribbean based and she's the only Celtic one and it just so happened that I told y'all about the three different types of albino 
and that gingers are one and gingers are represented by Celtics right Irish just just I'm just saying like expand your mind just a little bit bro so yeah when they removed the Celtic cross they removed the pantheon the three because remember I told you in Egyptian mythology they had the three that they removed there was a divine feminine masculine and the, and the sun I'm saying the same thing with you guys and I just told y'all their names you remove them you destroy the home if you don't have a man in the home you don't have the woman in the home it's like you know it's destroyed they're doing the same thing to us in physical like making us feel like oh we need to be independent women and we don't need a man and it's like you do you fucking do bro like stop that shit yes it's cool you can do it on your own but you really do because either way it goes even when you're hustling bustling and doing it on your own you're depriving yourself of a lot of things of relaxation of peace of mind of help community love harmony you're depriving yourself of those things because i just want to do it myself well, i'm an independent woman i don't need no motherfucker i can do this or i'm an independent man i don't need no bitch it's like what you guys were built to help each other did did not say that in the bible too or am i missing that part there are some things in there that they did kind of put in obvious space. Like, yeah, Adam needed a, a companion. Motherfucker was bored. He needed somebody. Okay? Eve, if she would have been made first, because, of course, the woman is made first. You got to come from the womb, too. Like, I'm pretty sure her ass would have got bored, too. Shit. What am I going to do by myself? Then it's like they, he had to create more. Okay? But it's like, you can't have one without the other. It's a dual energy. Divine masculine, divine feminine. No matter who's putting the roles on, I don't care who wears the pants, as long as the energy in the relationship between the two, the harmony between the friendship or whatever, the co-workership is balanced, that's all that matters. Yeah. So, they're showing me, okay, so now they're showing me on their side, because remember I told you, like, as far as the Egyptian goes, um, when you hear like the um, the other podcast, how I was talking about how like um, Anubis was in the middle of the ceremony when they came and they struck down on um, uh, the Egyptians area, and then like all the plagues and stuff happened. Okay, and then we talked about the Orishas in Africa and what happened with them when they came, right? So now we're gonna talk about um, the Celtics. So what happened is. And they're showing me that, um, wow, it was like a fireball coming through the sky. Um, so imagine like the sky's just clear, right? And they're just kind of doing their own thing. And what I'm seeing is it's like, yeah, it's like a crash. Something just came crashing in. So it's like, imagine like the comet hit this planet, right? And it just came crashing in. And it's like, um, what they're showing me is like some of the fae folk went to go look and see what it was. Like some of the fae folk that were like in the area, um, some of them could have been like, wow, this is deep. (laughs) Wow. Okay. So, you know, some of the, uh, is this how Dark Fae was created? Wow. 
Okay. Wow, this is fucking deeper than I even thought. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, this is about to get really deep and we got like five minutes left. So I'm about to just stop it right here because I don't want to get hella deep and then not find a way to stop it. And then I'm going to pick it back up. But what the fuck, bro? This is about to... The reason we have dark fade right now, because remember how, um, if you listen to my other podcast about the fae folk, how I talk about like light and dark fae and things like that. He's explaining to me that all the energies of this world was of light and love before. And when they crashed here, the Alpha Draconians, when they actually crashed on fae, like when, you know, the part that we're talking about now with them, they brought dark fae. That's the whole reason they have dark fate now. Is what I'm seeing. So like, you know, um, how people are like, oh, the fallen angels and stuff like that. And, you know, they work with certain energies and it's like dark energies. Like, that's why we have dark fate right now. That's why we have like goblins and tricksters and like, ma- ma- what's it called? Malevolent? Yeah, malevolent spirits is because of them. Before that, they were all malevolent, I think they're called. Or like basically good spirits. So we're going to pause it here, and then we're going to pick it back up. (laughs) Okay, so we're back. So much information. So Kanunos is letting me know that... um, when the alpha draconians crashed um when it came to like you know um the celtic the celtics and like norse folks when they crashed on their territory um it's like it changed everything it went from everything being like light and love and harmony to like them having dark spirits now so a lot of the goblins and stuff, I'm going to keep teaching you guys about all these things like later um, of the other folks in the dark, uh, the dark fae and all this kind of stuff. Like I have so many more things to like break down and tell you guys, but um, just to sum it up real quick, the reason we have like goblins and trolls and like bad things or like even like the fact that elves can turn mischief and stuff like that. If you fuck with them, it's like all that energy was like absorbed into the fae folk but what they're telling me is like once once these beings cut down the tree of life and disassociated kanunos with the nine realms it's like um it's like the beings on the lower realms were able to come up so it's like yeah the beings on the lower realms yeah they were there but it's like in a way they were managed in a way so it's like you know they couldn't really wreak havoc over earth they were in the lower realms they had their own realms but it's like once they broke that connection with Yagrazil and and Kanunos then it's like um he was no longer the gatekeeper so not only did it like they unleash like the ma- malevolent spirits into the world but it's like they also like attached themselves to good spirits and like that's why it's like um they're explaining to me that's why like when I'm breaking down like oh a fairy could be good but then it also could like hurt you it's like that's why because it's like um once they detach that 
nurturing, kind, loving spirit. And, like, now he's gone or, like, you know, they took off the source of that. It's like, um, I don't want to say free will, but it's like uh, now they have the duality of good and evil. Before they just came from the God, so it was only good. So it's like now they have the duality of good and evil. What they're also explaining to me is when they came, the reason, like, even in the Bible with the fallen angels, um, the reason why, like, quote-unquote, like, Lucifer felt like he wanted to, like, one-up all the angels or, you know, whatever he wants to be on God's level is for the same reason, too. It's like people are not understanding how deep this goes. The corrupt energy came from these beings when they came here. And it corrupted a lot of beings. So it's like with the fallen angels, when they got corrupted, it's like the gods were still so powerful to make it so that the fallen angels and demons and stuff can't actually help and assist humanity in duality. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like the angels can't do the dirty work, so they can. So that's why I'm saying like a lot of people, um, that's why when I be like, oh, I don't know who's protecting you, demons, devils, whatever, angels. It's because I know I have both that protect me because I have duality within myself. Everybody does. But it's like when you stop being fearful of these things, you'll realize it. The only reason why there are demons is because this energy was introduced into this godly-like energy. You know what I mean? The only reason why we're low vibrational is because of them. So they're showing me like the same way that the angels fallen and they have fallen angels and now they're considered demons, quote unquote. That's the same way that these fey folk um, have felt susceptible to this energy as well. And now they're considered the dark fey. So like the trolls, the goblins and like the malevolent spirits and stuff like that. They were already there. But what I'm seeing, it was like it wasn't like what it was. I don't even know how to explain it. It's like maybe they were tricksters or like something like that. And they just kind of stayed in their own realm. But it's like everything that's happening right now, the reason that they were released to wreak havoc over the world was to bring more chaos. And then the good spirits are even even able to bring chaos too. If it's like it's like it's almost like they're under a curse. It's like Mother Gaia and like the nature spirits and stuff are under a curse. Like and the curse is it's like um the curse is like us against each other, you know what I mean? Like, fey against humans and stuff like that. Um, yeah, this stuff needs to be healed because this is like crazy to me. What I'm seeing also is like when they were released, a lot of um, the harvest went bad. So, when you're reading like ancient Celt fairy tales or mythology and like ancient um, Norse mythology and stuff. Read the like read the stories where it talks about um, harvest going bad and things like that and like um, and like them you know like the seasons are turning and like they're running out of food or you know they keep having bad seasons and bad harvest that's because of these spirits coming about and like um, messing with the harmony um, within these you know within these beings like it's like they brought that lower vibrational energy there. I'm also seeing, um, yeah, they're the whole reason there's trolls and goblins. Like, that greedy, um, sinister energy. Um, that's why I said some demons are goblins and stuff like that. That's why I was saying that. Um, how how am I trying to explain this? 
Yeah. Like, that's why a lot of the creatures that you see are ugly, too. Like, a lot of them were not ugly. Um, a lot of the um, fae folk, like, um, before these beings um, came here, it's like they weren't ugly. They're beautiful. You know how, like, fairies and mermaids and stuff are depicted as beautiful? And, like, how I explained to you guys that even, like, if you catch them, the cryptozoologists or whatever, they catch them and it's like they look ugly and scary because they were fighting for their life at the time. They were trying to use all their stops and tricks or it's like their magic is dead now so it's like you don't see the beauty because the magic's gone they're they're gone you know what i mean they're dead so it's like there's nothing enchanting them anymore um but what i'm seeing is like that creepy like those creepy little like okay you know how like Gollum looks a certain way and things like that like he's kind of creepy looking and shit like that all those depictions of like um a creepy little person with like a demonic head and like weird um elf ears and like you know what i mean like they just look like a little fucking demon that is like that's not what they originally look like like goblins and stuff like that they did not originally look like that is what they're showing me it was it's like um when they went to the lower realms i'm seeing that they showed themselves because remember i told you the reptilians so they showed themselves in like a lizard form to these lower beings because what I'm seeing is like the tree of life went all the way down to the nine realms they went went all the way down to like the bottom of the earth basically however far that goes and it's like the reptilians literally like shifted themselves into lizard forms went all the way to the lower realms and like um attached themselves to these beings and it came up decided to wreak havoc And it's like, um, yeah, I'm also seeing, um, he's telling me, they're telling me something about Odin. Odin could have seen this. There's something about Odin. When you read about Odin, look into the story of him when he, um, can't remember the story like off the bat while I'm channeling right now but I know it was something about like Odin um he hung himself upside down he like stabbed himself in his side or something so he can bleed out and like he blindfolded himself or something like that and hung himself upside down um from the tree of Yagrazil so that he can learn how to read runes or something like that something like that I don't remember but um it was like he wanted to read the runes like um through the blindfold like with his third eye or something to activate it something like that and like he's telling me that um that story is really important yeah you guys need to go and like read your Norse mythology especially if this is your culture he's telling me something is really important about that story and and the involvement with um Odin like he's like Kanunos was there is what I'm seeing yeah. Um, I'm also seeing like, oh wow, wow, okay, so they're showing me right now that the entire reason why, wow, oh my god, okay, this is gonna get deep, okay, so I'm gonna have to go back and like read a little bit more too like further back than the vikings because it's like um 
the Viking culture, like, right now to this day, they're just known as, like, savages, barbaric, you know what I mean? Like, they went around invading, robbing, killing, stealing, blah, 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 right? They're showing me, like, the only reason they have to do that is because, like, I guess they're called the Romans. Are they? Are these the Romans? I think they were the Romans. I don't know. Um, But they're showing me, like, the invaders started to come and, like, um, the invaders came and, like, that's why they had to go to war. Like, these people were peaceful before. But just the same way as I told you that um, the Dark Fae came about, is the same way, like, these warriors were, um, like, infected with these energies. I'm literally seeing, like, there could have been, like, a Celtic war, too, or, like, a war with, like, Welsh or Gaelic, but I'm also seeing, like, the Vikings. So, look into these, um, stories, because I'm seeing, like, these people were actually peaceful, and the only history that we have of them, of, like, of the Vikings is the violent side, but they don't talk about the peaceful shamanic side before that. And they also don't tell you that the only reason why they got violent and barbaric and was, like, going out, doing all these things was because these dark energies were afoot now. Yeah. I'm also seeing, like, um, okay, so they're confirming to me that the other day when I was, like, I don't know if the Valkyries are birds. I couldn't remember. They are. And um, the Valkyries are like birds, so they're connected to the blue avians, right? And the Valkyries are associated with Norse mythology. And they're like, um, they're like basically like females and they'll come and swoop you up. Like a divine feminine energy, they'll come and swoop you up. And they'll bring you to Falconer, which is um, Freya's, um, no, they'll bring you to either Valhalla or Falconer, which is Freya and Odin's um, hall, you know, for the gods and the brave soldiers. So what I'm seeing is, it's like, the whole reasons there's Val, um, Valkyries and stuff like that, um, the whole reason they assist with that is because it's like, there was never supposed to be war and battles and stuff. That's why it's like, um, uh, if you, if you really watch that show, you'll see that, like, when they went out to battle, it was, like, very, um, it was almost like a, uh, uh, fuck how do you say it like a spiritual thing it wasn't just like okay like when we go to war these days it's like oh we go to war or whatever and you like pre- pledge allegiance to this little fucking flag or whatever right it's like no when they went to war it's like um they prepared for it first off you know it's like everything was sacred like the boats that were made had certain runes engraved on it like you'll notice there was a guy named floki on there and he was the boat maker and he would, like, make boats with, like, dragon faces or certain runes engraved on it. So, it's, like, the entire boat is protected. And then, you know, somebody's making their shields. And those are protected and engraved with runes and stuff. You know what I mean? So, it's, like, they weren't a violent people before. But it's, like, when war came to them, they knew what to do. And they knew how to go about it because they were connected to the gods. You know what I mean? And it's, like, that's why... um before and I'm seeing birds flying to show um to confirm and it's funny because they're ravens and um I also told you how they're connected to these people of ravens so um so it's like they would basically they would 
pray to the gods and do like um sacrificial things and stuff like they would do like a whole sacrificial ritual and like um and like have this big feast and all that kind of stuff before the wars and then they would go out with their families and you know they would bring certain people they'll bring their armbands and just all this stuff to do sacred things and like they knew that they would fight with courage because if they did die on the field, at least they, like, were fighting for their family and they would still go to these, um, the halls, you know what I mean? So it's like, that's why they do all this sacred stuff is because it's like, they knew these bad energies were, like, trying to take them out. But in today's time, we just look at the Vikings like, oh, they just went around just doing shit. Like, good thing they're gone. They're barbaric. They're this, they're that. But it's like, no, in reality, these people were just, like honestly defending and protecting themselves and then like before but and it's like besides that in the vikings it also shows you that the whole reason ragnar lothbrok was going out invading these places that are quote-unquote christian places and and destroying them and stuff was because he was trying to find good farmland for his people because where they were it was like yeah they had some good farmland but it wasn't enough for like expansion so there's an episode where he actually tries to make an agreement and kind of like befriend the christian people so in a way he pretended like he pretended to be baptized and stuff pretended to turn over his god just so that they can sign a treaty with him and give them land so the vikings can have land but they can still be like into their paganism the christian king at the time he died off and the one after him did not um keep up to this agreement so it's like, you know, even like in slavery times, we have land that's still there, but it's like somebody's holding it from you. They don't want you to have it, right? So it's like the reason Ragnar kept seeking out and looking for maps and going out to invade other Christian places, which quoted, started this Viking thing where it's just like, oh, they just go around and kill everybody. The whole reason that started is because if y'all would have never came, not y'all, but like if the Alpha Draconians would have never came, and chop down Yagrizil and and like ruined the crop he wouldn't have to go out looking for wait places to harvest and to keep growing the family it was like they were literally looking for farmlands and you know what what else they would get in return they were just trying to destroy the Christian God because they knew that this one God would kill all of our gods that's the main point of the whole show and they were so loyal to them. They would turn they would turn on each other if they felt like they were disowning the, the Norse gods. Like dead ass. They don't care if they was brother, sister, husband, wife. If you're going against the gods, you gotta go. That's what it's like in the Vikings. Okay? And they'll show you that a lot. So what I'm saying is like, um Yeah. Um They're hoping that people would trade their spirits and like um believe in their god so like they were hoping that like the 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 vikings would like um and you'll see that a lot in the show too whereas like sometimes some of the vikings it's like if you can't beat them join them right so it's like some of the vikings on the show actually did convert to christianity and then you'll see like um how they were fighting in battle like maybe they started to lose because they weren't believing in their gods right and then say they died on the battlefield it was a big controversy. It was a big thing where they believed that. It's like, okay, well, what heaven is he going to go to? Because it's like, oh, he's going to go to the Christian heaven because that's what he believed in last. 
before he passed. So it's like, in a way, Kanunos is explaining to me, it's like, it's all a mental thing. If you think you're going, that's how I was trying to explain to you guys, hell. If you think just because you did something on this planet that you deserve to go to hell, and you keep that in your mind, and when you are actually passing, you create that reality for yourself. So it's like, when they um, when they were fighting these Vikings, it was more than just a physical, it was more than just a physical battle. It was a spiritual battle too. Because if they can convert them over to Christianity and make them think there's a heaven and a hell, and there's not the halls of Odin and, and, and Freya, then it's like, then you have control over their their outcome on where they're going to go and where they believe they're going to go. You have control over that. You see what I'm saying? So that's why you'll see on the show that was such a big controversy. Like, oh, you betrayed the gods and, like, you're a Christian god person now. And, like, you know what I mean? And they were just so, so confused. Like, they would literally cry because it's like, oh, my God, what, what, what heaven is dad? You know, like, where's dad going to go after he passes because he just signed this treaty with them to be Christian it's like no the gods know your dad's heart he's going to Valhalla you know and it's like it's it's like a whole thing bro yeah I'm saying it's like um before this before that whole war and battle in like the Viking era there was love and peace and harmony and balance like um I'm seeing like literally um Love like Kanunos and Mother Gaia in their own like form in love, happy. Um, even the fairies happy. You know, there was no malevolent spirits like it's like okay, you you ever watch like um Snow White or like Cinderella and shit like that where it's just like the birds are floating around helping and the deers are helping or like movies like what was it bambi and shit like that where it's just like you know the nature spirits are just like vibing right um this is what i'm seeing like harmony helping planting things and dancing around and um working with the norse and celtic folks and you know building and growing and then you know there's traditions and respect and things like that being passed along within the families and stuff just harmony divine feminine divine masculine and unison and it's like um what I'm seeing is like he's also saying that um listen to my nymphs um podcast if you haven't because he's explaining that like um nymphs also are like associated with him like they're like um earth angels nymphs are earth angels so it's like remember I was trying to tell you guys that um that nymphs are they get a bad name and I told you, like, nymphomaniacs, or they try to, like, call women nymphomaniacs when they have, like, sex addictions and stuff like that. But it's, like, digger, deeping digger into that, uh, digging deeper <laughs> into that. Um, nymphs are earth angels. So it's, like, remember I told you they demonize a little bit of every culture in the Bible or in society, too? Nymphs the reason they gave them the nymphomaniac name and you know they want to demonize them and make them like just sex addicts or whatever it's like this was a part of celtic welsh norse um um beliefs spirituality they they were earth angels here to protect the forest like okay so under the 
the Yagrazil is Kanunos. But it's like, like I said, he's rooted there. So it's like, that's where he sits. He's always there, right? But it's like, um, if you listen to my Nymphs episode, I think it was like Fairies and Nymphs or something like that, trying to explain it to you guys. Um, when you listen to that one, you'll hear how they're protectors of like different parts of the forest. So it's like every section of granary has their own nymph assigned to it or like there's even like water nymphs and like other ones too right the reason that that is is because um Kanunos um basically like created them or like he's explaining to me like um they're his daughters their mother Gaia and or yeah their mother Gaia and well there's some that were men before remember I told you but Greek mythology that got like kind of like shut out but, like, their Mother Gaia and Kanunos's children, Earth Angels. And it's like they protect different corners of the Earth. So, how that translates into today's time is their current Earth Angels in today's time, right now, that are here to lift the vibrations of the Earth. The thing is, we're stationed at different points in this world. So, some of us might be in Africa, some of us might be here, there, whatever. But you're here spreading love and um high vibrational energies to lift the planets and you know those might be like the people that's like my best friend that passed away i love you ashley but that's like her where where we are stationed she, that was like her like everybody she came in contact with she made sure that they protected nature that they understood the love and and connection between earth and planting and like um camping and like you know just having fun and like being healthy and stuff like that so it's like for example my best friend she could have been a nymph yeah actually no she was a fucking nymph <laughs> now i think about it yeah she represented divine feminine energy so it's like um look into nymphs look into like um find out their names and stuff like that like into when you're reading into these um folklores and things like that like find out their names and stuff if you can and like look into them because a lot of them are like gods and goddesses and stuff and um and they protect they protect a lot but mainly like okay so one of them i know is um artemis artemis is one of them um and if you pay attention she's known as like the goddess of like hunting and stuff so she's also associated with this but that's what i mean like they're divine feminine she's associated with the divine feminine as well but in today's time you look at them like oh they're this they're that um what i'm saying is um okay the reason they're they're showing me that the reason that a lot of like the swords or like um the okay so, like, with dwarves and stuff, I don't think I ever did dwarves episode because they didn't want me to. I'm not going to lie to you. Dwarves kind of like like their privacy, but they let me tell you guys a little bit about them. They're resourceful, and they, like, build things to, like, they build weaponry and stuff. And they build it with, like, engraved, uh, rune, um, engraved runes and, like, um, you know, I told you they're, like, really big on, like, certain metals, like copper and, like, certain things because it holds certain spiritual strength. So it's like, um, the dwarves at that time, it's like, um, they were building, um, how 
do I explain this? It's like, uh, fuck. Um, it's like they were building certain tools and stuff that were engraved with certain rooms to protect. But it's like once some of them became uh, malevolent because of these energies now that are on this planet, it's like um, some of the spears and things that they were making um, had like bad energy on them. And it's like since they were able to do that, they were able to like take out a lot of beings. Or it's like what I'm seeing is it's like um, they could have turned these beings like... Okay, you ever heard of the 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 story or like people saying like Mother Earth is sleeping or like don't wake up the sleeping giant or something like that? It's like what I'm seeing is like um they put a lot of these beings to sleep. So um how do I explain this shit? Okay. Um there's like a map or something on like google or you can google it and it's like um it shows you that like in turtle island which is like north america and like even uh, south america connected like when you look along the california coast like washington california all that kind of stuff when you look along that line when you outline it it's a mermaid shape or like with certain mountains and stuff there's like a snake shape a large snake shape or like you know shit that people can't explain like, I think there was somewhere in one of these countries, and it's, like, um, something that looks like a stone, right? It looks like a mountain, but it's, like, it's it has all the scales and stuff of a snake. It's, 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 of course, it's stone, but it's, like, if it was alive, it'd be a fucking snake, right? And it'd just be, it's humongous, and I don't even think they're still uncovering it yet, because it just stretches on for so long, right? I don't remember what country it's in, but what they're explaining to me is these beings are still here they're just sleep that's why there's that term of like awakening the sleeping giant because like whatever they did when they went to the lower realms with like these very powerful um beings it's like they corrupted them even more and like made the weapons that they make um to go against the faith folk to like turn them to stone is what i'm saying and it's like um for the other fae folks, it's like they, um, they, like, put something in their food or something in their, like, something in, like, whatever they put inside their bodies, like, whatever they eat, I don't know what they eat, like, maybe berries or something, or maybe since their crops was, like, it's like their crops are tainted in a way, like, you know what I'm saying, like, to us it'd be, like, GMO, but I don't know what it was, but it's, like, some type of sorcery or something was put over um, these faith folks where it's like, remember how I was explaining that um, it was like in one of the childhood memory ones where I was like saying that um, some of you guys that are clairvoyant, everybody got different clairvoyant gifts, but some people can see like during the witching hour, 3 to 5 a.m., um, some people can see like um, faith spirits or like interdimensional beings. You know what I mean? Like leprechauns or things like popping out the wall and running around and shit like that. You think you're tripping, but you're not. It's like what I'm seeing is like they were cursed to only be able to like be seen during that time. Or like to only be able to come out during that time. Or like to be able to travel interdimensionally during that time. Only when like 
the moonlight is at a certain point in time is like when they're able to be seen and um and the rest of them like the big ones that probably could have took out these creatures that are bad they were like pierced or like struck with some type of um spear that had a curse on it that made them go to sleep that's what i'm saying but these beings are still fucking here i I promise you these are like the mountains and shit i promise you there's like a mountain or something that's like shaped like a snake or something and i and i know y'all know what i'm talking about because people see it and it's like you look at it like oh damn that's cool but it's like you're thinking like oh maybe somebody carved that a long time ago no bro he's telling you like they're just dormant giants they're just sleeping giants that's why they have that term that like these words don't just come out of nowhere nobody knows where they began but they just came here and everybody says little quotes and shit like that and this is where they came from this is where they derived from our ancestors are telling you and trying to pass along information okay so now i think we're finally done with explaining um what happened with kanunos and I think we can move on a little bit more with the rest because, you know, I was explaining, like, Mother Gaia and stuff. But this morning when I woke up and was, like, crying about this, um, once I realized, like, how fucked up they really have me and all of you guys that have this ancestry, like, really, bro? Um, yeah. So even though we're going to move on from directly him, we're going to still talk about him in a way and, like, Mother Gaia and stuff. But, um, yeah. So, like... Let's go to Mother Gaia. Let's talk about what we were talking about yesterday. So yesterday we were talking about um, the connection with um, the Native Americans and how each different Native American has a different totem, but most of them have birds, some type of bird associated with them. And the bird that's associated with them is the specific blue avian class that worked with your people and your tribe. We talked about how the Vikings and the Celts and stuff, how they had, um, well, the Vikings, Norse in particular, they worked with ravens and, like, um, Celtics and them. I can't remember what bird that is associated with them, but they also worked with them. When they, when the Vikings were going to travel and explore, they were answering the calling from the gods to go and find more land because their land was ruined by these people. Okay, so they were actually doing what they were supposed to do. They were not breaking any laws or anything like that. Okay. So we're, we're back to Mother Nature, okay? And I'm seeing Mother Gaia. I'm seeing that it's like she needs us to transform our spirits. To go through a transformation in order to break this spell that, that they're under, okay? Um, in order to, like, rejuvenate and bring back the spirit of the energy of Kanunos, we have to rejuvenate Mother Gaia. Because it's like, if you notice right now, she's in turmoil. There's wars. There's people fighting. You know, the animals are hurting and stuff like that. It's like, once there's peace, she can rejuvenate and it can help rebuild the phallic, the, the tree of life, which is basically like rejuvenating Osiris and that, you know, and Angie it's like, but with this in particular, she needs our help because we're all like, it's like when Isis needed the help of her, uh, her friend to gather up all the pieces. Okay. So it's like, yeah, gathering all the pieces helps transform 
lot of nature spirits were turned into butterflies too. That's why the saying, it's um, bad luck to kill a butterfly. These are nature spirits that were cursed to be this way and not transform. That's why it's called bad luck to kill a butterfly. Another, uh, sometimes she's also telling me that it's like Mother Gaia's energy um, giving you a message. So when you see butterflies, it's like her reaching out to you personally. That's why there's that um, stigma of that too. Like you kill, um, you kill a butterfly, then you, um, it's bad luck and shit like that. Because that's a, that's Mother Gaia in her own form showing you. Yeah, when she does that, she wants you to like notice the signs. She wants you to like look into it, look into nature spirits. Whenever you see cloud formations or, like, different things that you don't understand, um, like, maybe you've seen a certain colored butterfly that day that flew past you, look into it because there are symbols in nature spirits trying to, like, reach out and get your attention. What I'm also seeing is, like, um, gnomes. So, we're going to talk about gnomes another time, too. But I'm seeing, like, um, you know how I was telling you guys, like, um, so there's different beings in the forest that protect the forest. There's like centaurs and there's nymphs and then there's gnomes and stuff. So I'm also seeing gnomes. Like your ancestors had gnomes, our ancestors, people that are Norse and Celtic. The reason they had gnomes in their garden or some of you guys might still have like grandparents that do this. I know my ex, he um his grand he was like black and German and um his grandparents when they were alive um his grandma was really into like gardening and stuff and she had gnomes everywhere and that's like to protect so it's like a lot of you guys have these things that still go on in your family and maybe people just start passing along information or whatever or they still do it without even noticing you're probably like oh shit my grandma got a gnome in her backyard right now yeah ask her why she got that she might know she might not but it's like if she don't know tell her remind her tell her about your guys' culture it's a protection thing okay gnomes are also protection the same way that el has is protection of property and home and things like that they are too um putting out cream outside your door because like my grandma used to do this too my great grandma Medea, and my grandma under her her daughter they both used to put out a fresh bowl of water and a fresh bowl of um, cream or like milk um in outside by their garden every day and when i was a kid i didn't understand what that was like she would have a whole carton of milk just for the fact she would pour fresh water when she woke up and sang her songs and um like when she would plant she would like rub the leaves you know what i mean like as they grow and talk to them and give them love and you know that would be she would spend time out in the garden and do all that kind of stuff pick out the weeds and all that stuff take time and nurture so the same way I just told you, my Medea is what we, in my culture, that's what we call our great grandmas, Medea. My great grandma and, and her daughter, that's what they did. And my immediate grandma. And these are things I notice, and these are things I do. But it's like, this is why they do these things, okay? So it's like your culture's still there. It's just so dormant sometimes. People don't even know why they still did it. They just seen their grandmas doing it. And it's like, oh, okay, grandma used to do this, so I'm going to do it. It worked for her. But no, they're telling me this is why y'all do it. Also, they want you to know the, like, the importance of your body. Detoxing, rejuvenating, relaxing, okay? It's like, um, 
what I'm also seeing is like a lot of the ancestors used to go into the woods to rejuvenate, detox, and relax. Like some of them would have like log cabins or like sheds out there and stuff like that. So like um, a lot of people to this day, I feel like you guys have ancestors that are like this. Like you're like, oh, you know, grandpa got this one little house, you know, like maybe you guys had like this family vacation house or something in the woods and that house has gnomes around it or something. And it's like, oh, that's grandpa's summer home or something, whatever, right? Or that's where y'all go to camp in the summer times, right? And it's like, what do you do there? You rest, rejuvenate, relax, right? You know, you might um, shoot some darts or go hunting or do little things like that. These are all traditions. And it's like the families that's doing it right, you guys have respectable things that you do when you go hunting, right? Maybe you go fishing. Whatever it is, it's like... You guys are doing these things without even realizing it. But pay attention to if your family has gnomes and little dream catchers and little things like that. Because it's like, it's, it's, it's still there in their bloodline. They probably don't even know why they need it or why they got it. For some of them. For others that's like very aware and your family's like on point, that's what's up. Because not everybody's like that. What I'm also seeing is like, um, hold on, I'm trying to see what they're trying to show me with these. Yeah. What is this, Turkish? Somebody got Turkish ancestors, like gypsy ancestors. Um,. They're chiming in on this a little bit, too. Okay. So now we're moving a little bit away from um, Norse and Celtic for a second. Because there's Turkish here as well. And also, like, I guess it's called Tibetan. Like, Turkish, Tibetan. I know they have, like, shamans and things like that as well. You'll see them. Look into these people's shamans. So, what they're showing me about this is... um. Okay, my family's from a lot of places, but like when it comes to the gypsy side of my family, they originated from northern India, right? They left northern India and became nomads, which means they were travelers. They called themselves the Roma, okay? Or Romani, okay? They called themselves the Roma because they would roam and bring their different cultures and cuisine and lifestyle and tarot and divination styles and practices and music or whatever right their dance styles they would bring this to different places introduce it to them take a little bit of their culture enjoy it you know their foods and stuff and then move on to the next place and and they would just go around and do this all the time right they were known as the gypsies is what they used to call them you know why they call them gypsies is because they were a variation of the word egyptian these are the same people these are the same people okay so remember i told you they took the divine feminine out the gypsies and why um if you look at like the hunchback of notre dame and stuff like that i'm gonna watch that movie today too and i'm bringing you guys back some information from that but like um what's her name i don't remember i don't remember but i think they call her like a jezebel or something like that um maybe it was elsmerelda i think it was elsmerelda but she was the gypsy on hunchback of notre dame and she was sexualized on there 
and even with gypsies to this day they sexualize it and like belly dancing and stuff like that and um a lot of the things that our ancestors were into that represented um passion fulfillment and divine feminine energies was sexualized okay um they also like made fun of these ancestors for traveling and spreading this knowledge and word they would say like oh what are they doing when they go into these gypsy carts are they sleeping with these men so that's what the the um stereotype of like um you know them being um loose or them being like prostitutes and stuff came from they weren't sleeping with these people they were reading their cards their palm tree whatever right so it's they're showing me like this is another way that divine feminine got um like demonized in a way is through the gypsies okay and they were just shamans that were traveling they were traveling shamans and they would go around and travel the world and like heal people I'm also seeing like um they're showing me that like the dragon totem so dragons have wings and we're talking about um um blue avians so they're showing me like some of them are depicted as dragons in the asian cultures wow that's deep wow (laughs) i'm like whoa so the dragons that have wings in the asian mythology and asian cultures one of them for example and it's not a dragon but it is the phoenix um, and I was just watching Mulan the other day, like the live action one I told you guys. And they replaced Mushu, the dragon, with like a phoenix, the flying phoenix. Um, and of course, the phoenix is a bird that rejuvenates itself. But what I'm seeing is it's like um, there's like a certain dragon or maybe the phoenix could be associated with them too. I'm not really sure right now as I'm channeling. But they're telling me like... A lot of their depictions of like flying dragons in their mythology or like the reason they do like their um their traditional like celebrations and stuff when they celebrate the dragons especially the flying ones is because of the blue avians this is how they seen them so remember they're depicted in all different ways on all different cultures but the energy that they carry, the blue avians that carry with um, the Asian cultures is about re-energizing your life, clearing up things, positive space, harmonizing, um, feng shui, you know, setting up your home in a certain way, setting up altars and things like that um, to bring in like certain energies. It's like, you know, if you certain, set it up a certain way, then a certain energy can come in or a positive energy can be present. You know what I'm saying? Okay, let's see what else. So now I'm looking at um, these archangels that a lot of people are like, oh, you know, Archangel Michael, Archangel this, Archangel that, right? These archangels are actually associated with blue avians as well. Because remember I told you um, that all the gods were present here creating humans on this Build-A-Bear workshop at the time before um, the Alpha Draconians actually came. So, right now, we're going to talk about the Archangels. Um, I'm going to have to probably get um, some more information to talk to you guys about the Fallen Angels on a different episode. But we're going to talk to you guys about the Archangels right now. The ones that um, are of the light energy that did not become a Fallen Angel, right? So, 
So the first one is Angel um, Raziel, okay? He's the angels of secret, mysteries, and protected knowledge, okay? And it's crazy because it's like a lot of their um, forms, it's like we don't recognize their forms because it looks like um, geometric shapes, okay? So this is what these angels actually look like. So, like, remember I told you there's some people that have different clairvoyant gifts. And some of you guys can see orbs or, like, light codes or different um, sacred geometry floating in the air, like, as orbs. These are these angels. This is what they look like in reality. Even though, you know, when you're looking, like, say you're in meditation, right? And you're just staring off and all of a sudden you see, like, these geometric shapes in front of you. That's that angel. It might look small or it might be like a hand size or something like that. In reality, they're huge, but they have to present themselves in that way so they don't scare you with your human mind. But yeah, so when you see certain geometric shapes, this is um, these archangels talking. I wish I could show you a picture of Raziel, but you'll just have to look him up with his um, geomet- uh, sacred geometry is. Look him up, R-A-Z-I-E-L, and you can look it up yourself, okay? The next one is Archangel Uriel. So, the thing with Archangel Uriel, he has more of like, it looks like a constellation. So, he's more associated with like a um, sacred geometry shape that looks like the constellation, okay? He stands for inner power and bringing ideas into form and like illuminating things that you're not able to see. He's like able to bring that to the forefront, okay? So, it's like these angels were here to help humanity with these things okay Uriel if you need to look up Archangel Uriel and look up his um, sigil that represents him U-R-I-E-L is how you spell his name now Archangel Metatron a lot of people know about Metatron okay a lot Metatron is represented on a lot of things that people don't even realize it on a lot of shirts and like um, um, like like logos and stuff like that it's like once you see what i'm talking about you'll know exactly what i'm talking about um type in metatron m-e-t-a-t-r-o-n okay and you'll see exactly what i'm talking about you're like oh wow that's him yeah you'll see this um he stands for esoteric wisdom and knowledge sacred geometry like he is sacred geometry itself okay and spiritual power he also is the one that can help, like, rejuvenate your energies or, like, remove obstacles out your life, things like that. Like, he's a, he's a major, major, major part of healing process. And then we have Archangel Jeremiel, okay? He's the, he's the um, Archangel associated with dreams, visions, and reflections. And the thing that's about to fuck you guys up right now is his sacred geometry symbol is what they use for the Illuminati that they devilize the all-seeing eye in the middle of the triangle the triangle stands for the holy trinity because it has what one two three the the divine feminine divine masculine and the child right one two three the three points inside the all-seeing eye is i mean inside the the three points of the triangle is the eye the all-seeing eye the eye of Ra. okay the eye of god the all-seeing eye is demonized and the Illuminati, which are the higher-ups, which I'm telling you guys are 
these people like inbreed with each other and like the cousins marry the grandmas marry the da 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 so they can keep it all this way so it's literally just five families that run everything and it looks like it's a lot of people but really it's not it's really not because they're all the same people but it's like they, they lumped everybody in together to make you think that it's like way more but it's, it's really not like I said, everybody that I've been mentioning, your ancestors I've been mentioning here, Welsh, Germanic, Irish, Celtic, Norse, you guys are not these people. Okay? They took this symbol that represents Archangel Jeremiah in the same way that you guys are looking at Kanunos with the Baphomet. It's the same way you guys are looking at an archangel that represents dreams, visions, and reflections. You're looking at this thing as evil. Oh my God, they're throwing up the all eye. Oh my God, the all eye is on money. Why do you think they put that on there? For control and stuff and power. It's like they took things that were very sacred and powerful to us and demonized it for their own use. A lot of times, people don't even realize when you're saying amen, at the end of your um, prayers, you're actually calling out to Egyptian God, Aminotep. You see what I'm saying? Like they take these different things and demonize these things. And you don't even know what you're doing. You don't even know what you're saying. You see what I'm saying? So that all seeing eye. Yes, on the dollar bill, it is negative because it's used in a negative connotation. But the actual sacred geometry behind it, in general, is not evil. It represents the archangel Jeremiel. And he helps you out with your dreams, to help you out reflect on what you're seeing in your dreams, to understand them. And it gives you prophetic dreams, prophet, uh, you know, uh, future visions and things like that. That's what he's here for. Yeah. That's crazy. That's like really crazy to me. How fucked up all this is. But it's okay. I promise you guys, you're going to see the knowledge that I'm putting out. You guys are going to see this on the forefront. Yeah. So, that's so funny. <laughs> so, I have actually, I have two different decks, right? And there's an angel. Uh, and I have two different angel decks, right? I have, like, one that represents, like, the archangels, the gods and goddesses and stuff like that. And there's one that's, like, it represents, like, them in their form, what they look like. More so. And it's nothing what we would think they would look like, okay? But they're showing me their actual form. And it's just funny because this is a whole different deck, but they all came out <laughs> again. So Raziel wanted me to show wanted me to explain you guys his true form. It's such a beautiful form. So Raziel, the one of mysteries, right? The angel of mysteries. He has wings. And I feel like he's also um yeah, he has wings, and it's like, his head is a head of, like, it's almost like a bird, but you can't really see his face. It's like he has protective armor where you can't see his face, but it's like his armor looks like a beak. He has humanoid features and a humanoid body, but he has these very powerful wings. Yeah. The Angel of Mysteries, Raciel. Yeah, and he stands for these mysteries, these secret occult knowledges, these things that I'm picking up right now, okay? 
then it's crazy because it's like we have Uriel and he's showing me that he that he's here to help with knowledge to illuminate things to bring ideas into form so that you can take the knowledge from your brain and bring it into your physical reality so like those people that it's like you wake up one day and you have this business idea and it's like you take this idea and it's like you're pulling it from the ethers and then now it's like oh shit I got a business that's Uriel okay he's showing me that he's the one helping you get that knowledge now Metatron He's showing me that he has the angel to uh, the energy to annihilate things out of your life. So if you want to like remove some shit, that's what he's here for. Okay. Yeah, that's crazy. They're all showing me their like forms, and it's like some of them are just depicted with beaks. Some of them have wings as well. And um, so some of them are actually telling me like they're original angel name but I can't tell you as their original angel name it's like something about knowing their names um, has a power over them yeah and then Jeremiel he's showing me the angel dreams he's showing me as well what he looks like and it's like all of these beings either have feathers or beaks so they're all um are tied to this blue avian race. That's dope. I love when, um, like, you know, my readings mesh up like that. Like, I could be pulling from different cards and it's like, oh, boom, we're gonna show you again. <laughs> with this one, so you can get more information. Yeah. So, would they want to remind, you know... Okay, I'm gonna pause it right here because we're literally almost done with this whole thing and I got four minutes left on this one, but... I want to wipe this all out so I'm done with this entire um, collection, okay? So we're going to pick it back up. Okay, so we're back. This is like the last of the entire segment because this has been going on for a while, but you guys needed all this information, okay? So, with the blue avians are here, out of all that information that I told you guys, right? They're here to give you guys these messages, okay? After all the knowledge I told you guys of who they were and how they started and stuff like that, this is now their message to move forward on what to do for the people that have Aquarius in their charts and different placements, and the people that are connected to these cultures that I mentioned throughout all these podcasts and stuff like that, okay? What they need you to do is to let go, okay? Um, to let go of your old ways, your old beliefs, your old thoughts, okay? They're also showing me, like, um, in Greek mythology, they're represented, um, the Blue Avians, you can tell that they were there working with them as well because of um, Pegasus and, like, the flying horses and stuff like that. Um, they have blue avian ties with like the fae as well so like unicorns and shit like that and like pegasus to flying horses they're telling me that like um that's something as well but anyways they want you to let go of the old ways the old things that you were taught and in order to resolve the world in order to like heal the world you have to let go of this system if you don't let go of the system it's like we're all stuck in this shit okay 
You got to walk away from all that shit that they try to teach you and seek real knowledge. You know what I'm saying? Like, for me, when I graduated from high school and I really sat there at 18 years old and I was like, okay, I graduated from dental and high school. And it's like, okay, yeah, I learned a lot of shit in dental. But I went to, like, recollect what the fuck I learned out of all my 12 years of schooling. And I didn't. It's like I kept getting pushed in in, in the direction of your, your, your ancestors are only slaves. And you only did this and black history and Malcolm X and Martin Luther King and civil wars and all these wars and all these great white people and all these great white generals and all these great white presidents. But none of my people were great. So I was like, I didn't fucking learn nothing. That's why I took it upon myself to do this shit. So they're telling you to let go of your old ways. Bring in new ways. Okay? And then once you do that, and once you get to the point where you're comfortable enough to speak about it like me, yeah, like, yeah, there's a little parts where it's like, I learned about this shit so long ago. This is 10 years of study that I might have to Google it real quick on a podcast with you guys to bring back up so I can make sure I'm giving y'all facts. But all this shit is in my head. I know it. I can literally sit here and talk to you guys about some shit confidently. Because I I know this shit. I studied it. I compared and contrasted. And now I'm here to bring it to you. So once you get to that point where you can do that. And I'm not saying whoever's listening to my shit. Taking notes and copying it and trying to say yours. Because like I said. I already sent my guys out. They're going to tell me who it is. And I'm going to sue you. Not that. For yourself. For your own family. For your own traditions. Learn about your shit in your own time. Read books. Go to the library like I did. Research. Look up shit. Google. There's too much access to knowledge in this day and time your ancestors are saying like we didn't have google find our shit in 6.5 seconds and it tell you how fast they find shit we ain't had that shit they might have had one book that was written in a whole other language and then you have to read you have to learn this entire other language just to learn about this you see what i'm saying that's how hard it was to find information these days right now it's in your face hidden in plain sight but none of you guys are even wanting to learn about it because you think you already know yourself when you check that box you don't know yourself when you check that fucking box you don't because i bet you guys are about to stop checking that box i bet you you about to start putting in other and writing in celtic or writing in norwegian write in your shit i started to do that fuck you think this is i'm not about to check your little box and fit into your little shit and make sure they're the, the higher-ups are just to making sure that you guys are still complying. Oh, yeah, cool. Everybody's still calling themselves white. Cool. Okay, cool. The Celtics in the North, they still think they white. Cool. The Italians still think they white and shit. What? The fuck? No. You learn this. You teach your young people how to learn. Inspire them to learn to teach others. This is how you pass these things along. When you go to, like, every culture, back in the day, you'll see that the elders and the young folks were in harmony. They would gather around and tell stories and fairy tales and traditions and pass along wisdom. Okay? With the monks, you see them doing it. With the druids, you see them doing it. In Norse cultures and Celtic cultures, it was important. Like, they didn't have school. My ancestors didn't have school back then. So the only way they were able to learn life and things were, and physical skills was, like, teaching one another 
Oh, you know how to loom? I'm going to come over here and learn how to loom. You know how to fish? I'm going to come over here and learn how to fish. You know how to build boats? Go over there to them. They know how to build boats. You're going to be a boat builder. It was like trade. You know, trade school, shit like that. It was like that. The stories that they told were um, either written in a language that we don't understand because it's runes, or they were by mouth. That's why things stopped getting passed down. It's so important, and the more you dig into your culture, into Norse and Celtic and stuff, you'll in, in other cultures you'll realize how important family structure was to them. And then look at where we are in America right now. I don't know about other countries. I don't know how they are, but I can speak on America. And it is, they are trying so hard to break up the family home because they know if that dynamic is strong, you can't break shit. Look at African Americans before what was like in the 40s and stuff when the men were still in our house. Look how powerful our beautiful black couples and families were when the men were still in the house. And then look at how they took the man out the house and then pushed, oh, let's get wick and let's get food stamps. And let's push this independent woman movement so that it makes it seem like I don't need a man for shit. And then let's make the men hate the women. And let's make the women hate the men so that they just sleep and fuck around on each other all the time and play each other. And degrade each other so that the house is always broken. Then you have government assistance so then you're cool with them. You see what I'm saying? I'm not bashing nobody on government assistance. Shit, right now I'm on government assistance because I fucking need it. But what I'm saying is, the only reason I need it is because they took the men out of the home. If if I had a loyal, loving partner in my home, like how our ancestors meant for all of us to be, there would be no need for no fucking government assistance or no government for any of that, right? Because you have everything you need in your home. They're also... Um, expressing the importance of yoga. So if you notice, every culture has some type of form of yoga or meditation. Okay? The monks. Um, even like, I think, I don't want to say the wrong thing, Muslims or Islam. It's like when you're praying and you're, you know, you're doing your thing. Because I see them. I work with them and stuff like that. And you go and you pray a bunch of times throughout the day. At certain times. That's your form of meditation. Okay? That's your form of yoga. When you're on your knees, you're doing it, you know, you're praying and all that kind of stuff. That's in the way, that's your way of yoga. It doesn't have to be literally crisscross applesauce, sitting there and, um, you don't have to do that type of yoga. I told you guys that. But every, every being or every culture has a form of yoga or meditation practice, period. For like my natives, we had smoke ceremonies with our ancestors. For me, I used to just smoke weed, just smoke weed, right? I've been smoking since I was like a teenager, right? But it's like, once I got more spiritual and I connected with my ancestors, I learned that um, when you smoke these things and you get these ringing in your ears for people that smoke weed, that's the, the dimensions connecting with you. They're trying to connect with you. Now, if you had some cards or something of your own, you start pulling cards, I bet you they're going to tell you some shit. Or if you sit them and you ask them a question and you're clear audience and you're... Um, having a smoke ceremony with your ancestors watch you start getting some information or songs start popping up in your head or something like that right it's like they use these things for ceremonies they want you guys to start doing this again i'm also seeing that um they want you guys to have strength 
Okay, so like the things that you're experiencing in life, instead of looking at them as like bad things, look at them as like things that you experience in your life that made you stronger and courageous in order to like um, help the next person. Kind of like what I'm doing. I keep giving you guys my personal stories, even the ones that are horrible, because it's like I'm a human too. I'm real too. Shit happens to me. You know what I'm saying? I just told you guys I got a stalker ass ex and some crazy people that don't like me in my city trying to take me out. My family's crazy. Motherfuckers gonna be on the news, going to jail and shit. I told y'all that. Even though it didn't happen yet, I know it's happening. Do I care? No. It ain't fucking touching me. I'm clearly still getting up and doing my purpose every day. Okay? So it's like, don't let the things that is happening to you stop you from your goal. That's a part of the system. That's why they do it. That boss that is just so jealous of those people that's so jealous that won't let you move up, they won't give you promotion. Maybe it's meant for you to leave that job. Maybe that job's holding you back. Maybe when you leave that job, you think, oh man, I don't know what else I'm going to do. And I bet you, the gods got you. They're going to make sure because they needed you to see your your strength. Maybe you're an earth angel and you're working a 9 to 5 and you're supposed to be doing what the fuck I'm doing. Or you're supposed to be building a foundation to go and help save animals and trees and shit like that. Who fucking knows? You see what I'm saying? So don't look at things that's happening to you as like... Oh my God, this is the end of the world. No. Sit there in meditation and ask them, why is this happening? Look at the bigger picture. Okay. You know what? I have been talking to my spirit guides about wanting to start some of my own. So what do they do? They remove this shit so that I can start some of my own. Okay. Yeah. Talk to your angels. Also plant flowers. I literally, the other day, I, um, I started growing basil and cilantro. And I've already been growing green onions. But, like, these are the things I'm growing now. And um, my basil just popped out the other day. And, it's, you know, my baby's got their little sprouts are going on or whatever. I'm so excited and so proud. I haven't grown anything like that in a long time. Grow something and see how long it takes to grow it. And, like, the beauty in being patient. Every day I check in, I'm like, oh, they're so cute. I can't wait till they're completely big and I can take pictures of them. And, like, show you guys. This is patience. This is growth. This is nature. The dirt. The soil. That's Mother Gaia. That seed. That's Kenenos. That watering. Love that you're putting into that. That's you. That's love. Okay? And it sprouts and it grows something beautiful. Plant some flowers. Plant something. Okay? And what I'm saying, plant, I'm not saying, like, I was going to go and get, like, an orchid because I love orchids. I was going to go get, like, an orchid flower from the store and, like, keep it alive, you know what I mean? But it's like I wanted to grow something from scratch. So I went and got dirt and seeds, and I'm growing it from scratch, okay? So you can do either way, but I advise you actually take the time and patience of, like, growing something from scratch and see how that makes you feel. See how it changes your energy. Also, instead of worrying about things, go talk to your guides. Like, ask them for signs. Like, for me, I have angel numbers and stuff to help me. So, okay. So, like, for example, my best friend, she passed, uh, her birthday was um, May 7th, okay? She's a tourist. My brother that passed, his birthday was January 21st, okay? So, it's like, when I see the numbers one to one whether it's anywhere, on a license plate, on a time, on a movie, 
you know, somebody's address. I know that's my brother giving me a message or he's saying that he's right beside me. You know, or he's trying to give me some information about something. With my best friend, if I see 507 somewhere or 5757, something like that, I'll know it's her. You see what I'm saying? So, like, create some type of language with your spirit guides. For me, I also know that the people I just mentioned, they show themselves in birds, in bird form. My best friend came to me the other day as a hummingbird. Okay? My brother, every time I go somewhere, I see him as a crow or like a raven. And he'll literally, it, like, it'll stop and, like, caw at me. Like, caw! You know, like, shit like that. It's like, bro, you guys are not noticing the signs and synchronicities. It's not just happening. It's like, these are the messages. They're trying to help you guys, okay? Yeah. They want you guys to notice that, like, a lot of the times when uh, flocks of birds are flying over you, especially the ones that have ornithomancy, so you can read omens in the birds, just go outside one day. I want you to just go outside and don't even have an intention of anything. Just go outside and just walk around. And the birds that are flying around you, read the energy of them. If you got birds flying around you and they're all like, and it's like they're just dispersing and going crazy, somebody could be sending black magic towards you. Or somebody's about to die. It don't have to be somebody you know, but somebody in that area is about to die. It could be like an old person or something. They're picking up on the energy. If you hear outside in the morning, those beautiful, you know how those birds wake up and just start harmonizing? I can't even make the noise. <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about. It's like, it sounds like music. And they have all those little different pitches and tones. That is the sound of harmony. That's how you do ornithomancy, reading birds. Sometimes there's a bird that just follows you. You know, there's like them one little birds. I'm not saying like pigeons and fucking seagulls and shit. Because they're just, I don't even call them birds. Those are like rats with wings. But I mean like birds. Like, you know them little finch. I think they're called finches or wrens. And they're like the tiny little cute ones. And sometimes they jump on the ground and fly after you a little bit. Those are messages. Okay. Just pay attention. A lot of times also they're saying like for some of you guys with the ornithomancy gift sometimes your birds that are flying in certain directions sometimes it's a single bird flying over you to show you you're in the right direction so say you're like um you don't you don't know where you want to go or something right or it's like you're on a walk and you're like okay you guys um i'm going on this walk and it's like maybe you're looking for a house or maybe you're house shopping or something like that i don't know and you're like i want to walk around this neighborhood and look for house that's in my budget or something i don't know i don't fucking know right and it's like then all of a sudden you see a bird fly over you in a certain direction that bird is trying to show you hey walk down here we got something to show you you looking for a house in this neighborhood and you know you want to check out the neighborhood and you know you and your girl and you and your dude want to take a stroll and just see what it's like see if there's any open houses because you like the area you think it's quiet you want to see if it's really quiet see what the people are like but you don't know. Maybe there's like a fork in the road. And you're like, okay, which way do we go? And all of a sudden, you ask that out loud to the universe. And a bird flies over you in a certain direction. Follow that bird. You see what I'm saying? They're literally, the blue avians are literally here in different forms. Trying to help lead and guide these people. You, whether you have these cultures that I mentioned. Or you have Aquarius in your chart somewhere. They're trying to guide you guys to the right way okay they want to like get you guys out of this heartbroken energy because what i'm seeing is when they cut down yeah it's like nobody had direction nobody knew where to go 
all the rooms were like all over the place because the the gatekeeper it's like he's not able to reach out to anybody anymore so everybody's disconnected he showed me like in order to move into calmer waters it's like just follow your guidance follow your inner guidance a lot of times when you guys are looking like for answers pay attention to these beings okay especially the birds what i'm also seeing is like divine feminine that's listening it's time for you to wake up and like step into your power okay because you have direct connection with the divine feminine energy which is mother gaia the nurturing energy once you step up and put yourself out there energetically it's like it awakens the divine masculine for example me speaking these words right now there's going to be divine masculines listening to this that's going to be like wow this is a woman speaking you know what i'm saying like wow i'm gonna go to her page oh shit she's gorgeous wow like that's what i mean by divine feminine just because you're beautiful doesn't mean you can't have a brain doesn't mean you can't be magical okay the whole part of the system was you know how why they had like women suffrage and and like way 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 back in the day why it was like uh women didn't have a voice or like that stereotype of like oh she's only supposed to stay home cook and clean and be pregnant and shit like that it's like no divine feminine divine masculine is 50 50 but in order to wake up the divine masculine mother gaia has to wake up first because the masculine was taken from this world the foul you know osiris is technically dead right now isis the divine feminine they have to go around and collect the pieces collect the information collect the knowledge and wake these beings up wake these men up yeah because what i'm seeing is like the love between divine masculine and divine feminine actually can stop the pale horse remember yesterday we talked about the pale horse in the bible how how it brings about death and beasts into this new world this is the the beast that they brought into the new world was the ones from the lower realms when they um cut down the tree of life okay on top of the beast that came out the fucking sky um when they you know when they got dropped off on our planet so it's like what i'm seeing is like the love and connection between um divine masculine and divine feminine um and then you know that unity and harmony stops this pale horse like literally we could stop this pale horse before it gets to the black horse because when it gets to the black horse the black horse is it there's four horses and right now in this stage we're in 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 this world right now as we speak we're in revelation six with the pale horse we still got three more fucking horses but we don't even need to get to those other three horses if we just bring in this love and stop this shit right now period and how that stops is there needs to be union divine feminine needs to be feeling like the divine feminine needs to be protected there needs to be love here there needs to be support because it's like you gotta think about it with the um with the basically like when the um strength is taken from the man which is kanunos it's like the man cannot then support the divine feminine so then it's like in a way the man feels like it's like for men you know how that how that hits home when you can't protect something or when you can't provide for something how that really fucks you up that is the energy of 
Kalunos. That is the energy of Osiris, of not being able to do it. But it's because you can't do it on your own. You need the assistance of that other energy, that 50-50. So when Isis came in with her divine feminine energy and brought him back to life, then they were able to both rule, and they also made a very powerful offspring. That is what they don't want. They don't want the love and union between two people to bring in a loving child. Because if you bring in a loving child, and then they have a two-parent home to be raised in, you're not going to fall for their bullshit. You're not going to fall for, you know, all the shit that they're trying to bring to people. Yeah. In order to move into calmer waters, it's like you got to get these confusing thoughts out of your head you know what I mean it's almost like what they're showing me is like in a lot of people's heads is um dark dark night of the soul you know very dark energies what I'm also seeing is like in some people's head is like the energy of the nine of swords where it's like you can't sleep you can't think you don't know why you don't feel connected you don't know what you don't feel connected to you don't know why you feel like you're not of this earth why you want to leave this earth or whatever it is all these bad intrusive negative thoughts they're showing it to me is like when you're feeling this way it's almost like when the birds are outside going crazy you know what I mean so it's like moving into calmer waters with love is what helps heal that yeah the lover's card is here and like also remembering things from your childhood remembering things from like what your traditions passing down things it's like that's what stopped once you're able to pass down things again and continue and continue this tradition of love and kids are able to grow up and see their parents in love and then they want that and then their kids want that and then their kids want that you see what i'm saying that's how you heal this energy yeah right now it's almost like the energy of mother gaia is like um the energy of divine feminine right now like 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 you're this person that can't yet technically you can do this on your own but a lot of independent women and strong women don't even realize that you're breaking your back you're working three four jobs to support these kids on your own to do this to do that and it's like they put this music out they put these things out they put these offerings out this assistance and stuff to make you continue to drive it further because you're in this mood of you know it never works out with love it never does this i'm just gonna keep doing this i'm gonna put my head down i'm gonna just take care of my kids i'll have sex when i can you know what i mean it's no love in that and like i said some of you guys work so much you can't even see your fucking kids masculine and feminine right that's the whole point they don't want a divine feminine or divine masculine to remember what it's like to be in each other's energy and to have that love and support where it's like you don't even have to ask and it's already done you know what i mean when you guys just vibe off each other's energy it's like the divine masculine divine feminine have been apart for so long as a whole in whole society that it's like divine feminine forgot what it's like to be loved and when you forgot what it's like to be loved um divine feminine then um creates okay so it's almost like a lot of energies in this world are masculine because it's like with the masculine energy it becomes a toxic a toxic masculine energy because it feel you feel like fuck these hoes fuck these bees i don't need them i'll do this i'm after the bag whatever right and it's like um with the 
divine feminine, you also become a toxic masculine energy because you get rid of your divine feminine energy, which is nurturing and loving and compassionate and empathetic. And you step into this energy of masculine because you have to work, overwork, overwork, and it becomes toxic because you're not in your energy. Okay? So it's like, right now in this world, we have a shit ton of toxic masculine energy that is affecting both men and women. It's because of the energy that's being put out in the music, television, society, magazines, celebrities, all the shit. Anything that's influencing you. What In what way is it influencing you? Is it influencing you in a good way or a bad way? Like, to some people, I might be an influencer because of how many people I have on my Facebook and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? In what way am I influencing you? If, if you feel like because I'm telling you the truth about the Bible, I'm influencing you in a bad way, get the fuck off my shit. Dead ass. If you feel like I'm influencing you because I'm enlightening you about what's really going on with these people, then cool. That's the type of people that you need to be around. If you feel like these motherfuckers are saying some shit and it don't make no sense, why are you letting them influence you? If you're looking at Tide Pod challenges and, and crate challenges on fucking TikTok where people are breaking their neck and hurting themselves and poisoning themselves for a fucking like. And it's going down to the children to pass out games with the children in middle school and shit. Trying to get a high. They're, put, they're pressing each other. What was they doing? Standing against the wall and pressing their che- pressing their hands on each other's chest until they pass out to get some type of high. That's a challenge. What's influencing you? Right now, what I see on TikTok that's influencing societies is people want to make my culture look toxic. And they want to also demonize my culture and make fun of it at the same time sexualize it at the same time fetishize it about it at the same time and it's not just my black culture all my cultures that i'm in my native cultures have been fetishized and, and made into costumes for halloween and mascots for people's high school and football teams and shit you see what i'm saying like my high school football team our mascot was the indians I live in a place that has a lot of natives. How disrespectful is that? But no, it's, it's normal. It's okay to call them the Indians, right? It's okay to make that our mascot, right? You see what I'm saying? Oh, Lord. I need people to wake the fuck up and get this together because y'all getting on my nerves. That's why I say, that's why I say I don't like humans. I don't. I don't like the ones that don't like to learn. I don't like the ones that don't like to wake up and realize what's going on. Those are the ones that are not going to make it in this world. I'm just going to tell y'all this right now. Because the energy is shifting. Mother Gaia and Kanunos, they're coming back. They're going to take back the love and harmony on this planet. And anything that's going against that is going to have to be wiped out. Simply. You're going to see it. Sodom and Gomorrah, it talks about it. Okay? Noah and the ark, about them gathering all the animals and protecting all the animals and tools and all that kind of stuff. You gotta think about it. They didn't mention it in the book, but the 144,000 or the 72,000 couples were also on there being protected against this wave 
of everything about to go up to shit because it needs to be cleared. Sodom and Gomorrah, they were doing the same shit that they're doing right now in this world in Sodom and Gomorrah. All types of shit. Shit that just don't make no sense. And I could say it on here, but I know it's going to offend people. And I don't really care to offend anybody. You know what I'm saying? But the shit that you guys are doing are strange as fucking y'all know that. Not y'all listening, but the people in this fucking world. This accepting pedophilia into LGBT. And people becoming like, I don't even know. Like, I don't even know what people are anymore. That's why I don't care to, and I don't care who this offends either. I don't care to learn what title you call yourself. Oh, I'm they, I'm she, I'm he, I'm them. What the fuck are you talking about, bro? You don't even know who you are. The reason why some people change their sexes or they feel like I was born to be this sex is because if you knew about past lives, you would know that you were masculine energy right before you incarnated here. That's why you're a gay woman or that's why you're a lesbian woman or that's why you're a stud or that's why you're this or that or maybe you're a woman and now this, that, whatever. People that's like, I don't feel like I'm supposed to be in this body. Learn about the spiritual reason to why you feel like that. I'm not saying don't get no boob job and sex change and stuff. That's on y'all. But I'm also saying that a lot of these things that people are doing is not normal. Making a man have a baby is not normal. It's not supposed to happen that way. If it was supposed to happen that way, the gods would have made it happen that way. I seen some shit that fucked me up on TikTok. Two, and it was more than one account. It's happening all over the world. Again, if this is you or your family, I'm not trying to offend you. But look at the bigger fucking picture. I've seen a couple stories on TikTok of, and it's crazy because they'll block off my content of me talking about stuff like that. They'll block it off, silence me and other people that's doing this kind of stuff. But then yet, on there, they'll allow nudity of men getting boobs, getting breasts and stuff. They'll allow that. They'll allow you to see this monstrosity. They'll allow you to see that shit. They'll allow you to see a man pregnant. They'll allow you to see that shit. But they won't allow you to learn about your gods and stuff. Do you see what the fuck I'm saying? I don't have anything against people. I don't care who you sleep with or what you like. But there's a bigger agenda at hand. And a lot of the school systems, and the reason I told myself when I had my child, I'm going to homeschool, I didn't know how. I'm, I've been manifesting that is going to work out for me. I don't know how, when, where, what, why. I'm not putting my child in no school system. I'm not putting my child in no daycare system. I don't fuck with any of you. When I was working at daycares, I was the only compassionate one there. I was everybody's favorite teacher, and I felt so bad when I left, but I had to leave because it was bigger and better for me. But I have the knowledge from being there to know that these daycare systems are fucked up. I have deeper stories about that another time. That's why I said no, not me and my ki- my children. No. School systems. Didn't I just tell you when I got out of school, I realized I didn't learn nothing? And the thing is, I came up to Washington State where there's better education than New Orleans, Louisiana, where we were from. My mom felt like when she was in New Orleans that they didn't teach anything. That the teachers just kind of let the kids do whatever. They did the same thing up here. But we moved up here because we thought being up here meant better education. 
I still graduated and felt like I didn't learn as much as I could until I started to research it myself. So why put your kids in school when the same shit, if not more, they can learn more with you at home? Create a work-life balance routine. Save your kids' brains so they don't have to do shadow work and healing and inner child shit when they get our age. So they can just do this. That's the whole point of it. To pass on the knowledge to them so they don't have to do this shit right here. Because this shit is a lot. Do you see what we're doing? All of us? Adults? As a collective? We're trying to make a better world for these kids that we're bringing into this world. Okay? It all starts with planting a seed, planting a thought. Creating those passionate ventures and passionate ideas to make the world a better place that you guys have that pops up in your head all day long. These gifts are from the divine. These gifts are from the God. These gifts are from the blue avians, which help create you. Which some of you guys are. Remember I told y'all, you guys are these beings. And you're here to wake up your Build-A-Bears, so it's time to do that. Okay? It's time to inspire people, okay? Mother guy is like, look, I'm sitting here and I'm trying to wake back up. I'm trying to get it popping. I'm trying to show you guys how magical I really can be. I'm trying to show you guys how many beings we really have here. You know? You go all over the world. You see how fucking gorgeous these places are. How beautiful they are. It's like heaven on earth. And then you come like to America and it's like hell. And I'm not saying it's just America, you know. I know there's war and famine and things in other places. But I've been here this whole time. So I'm speaking up on my place. Take your place and where you live. And you see what detriment's going on there. I could speak a little bit on, like, China, for example. Okay? I was watching some documentary on China, and it's so sad how people in China are living. Overpopulated. Some of them, I think there was, like, that law where you only have one kid or something like that. Or now they're making it so that nobody can have kids because they're overpopulated. To the point, like... 10 people are living in the one bedroom. 10 different people, not even family members. Yeah. It's really bad. Look at the overpopulation in in China. Just because there's overpopulation doesn't mean you need to off anybody. That's what the higher-ups think. So, like, these vaccines and these wars and stuff like that, that they need to wipe people out. But that's not what you need to do. The thing is, people need to move around. If there's if there's all these people that that's 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 the thing, our ancestors, they traveled. They were nomadic. If it was too much people in one area, they gonna travel. They gonna move around. The fuck is all these people in China for? Move around. Do they not have other parts of the world that you can live in? I'm just saying. But the thing is, because you feel like you only belong in this one area, and these are only your people, and they have all these people pitting against each other because of different cultures and races and color of their skin and belief systems and stuff that you may feel like you can't go anywhere else but but America, the land of the free, right? Well, really, you can go somewhere else. You don't have to come here. I advise y'all not to fucking come here. Like, seriously, bro. Not to fall into this system. I don't know what y'all systems are like in other places, but this shit ain't no nothing you want to fall into or become Americanized. That shit irritates me. When I see a beauty, somebody from a beautiful culture and you come here and you want to be like us, why the fuck would you want to do that? Because the shit that, quote unquote, we think we are, we not even that. And you throw away your whole culture trying to fit in with Americans. And that goes for a lot of people. I see Africans come, come over here and do this. Asians that come over here and do this. A lot of people that come over here and do this. 
fit in with our system. Hispanics and shit? No. Be you. If you still have that raw fucking information from your ancestors, keep that shit. We don't have none of that shit. We don't have that information, okay? We don't. Yeah. So what I'm seeing, Mother Gaia is showing me that um, the energy that she needs for everybody to do for her to awaken is to open up your heart chakra, okay? To open up your heart chakra, make more connections with people like I was just saying. Not everybody has to leave where they're at because their place is in war or whatever and come over here. Go other places. Meet other cultures. Be nomadic. Move around. Why is it that one fucking country is so overpopulated that these people are living like this that they feel like they can only come to our fucked up ass countries to live and then even then you lose everything you lose all your culture your sense of things just to do that because what america is the land of the free fuck that shit no it's not nobody here is free i'm telling you that right now the whole world's not free because britain rules a lot of things even a lot of their um entertainment and shit like that too don't get it twisted Brighten up your connections. Brighten up your heart um, heart chakra. Open it up. Make connections with other people. In America, they have this propaganda video that immigrants watch, African immigrants in particular, when they come over here that they watch and they think, I don't know about this. I'm going to tell you guys, I know about this shit. And I've never been through this before. I have remote viewing. You guys have them watch a video on African Americans, but you show them the violence, the gang stuff, the looting and things and you make them feel like these are bad people so that they stay away from them so that's why African Americans you might not understand why some African people walk up to you or they're scared of you or whatever some of them don't listen they still fuck with you but the reason there's no real connection like there should be is because of that Mother Guy is saying to remember your courage, your strength, and your fearlessness in your family, okay? If you need any help, like I said, use Elha's room, which is the room of Kanunos, okay? Tap into your silent understanding and your hidden knowledge about your Akashic records and who you are here to be. Read your birth chart. I just told you, if you have Mercury placements, sun placements in Aries, like your uh, your sun signs Aries, Mercury's Aries, Venus in Aries, or, I mean Aries, Aquarius, sorry. If you have any of those placements in Aquarius, right, this is you. This is your hidden knowledge, okay? Now that you know all this, they need you to look back on your history, but also move forward with the information that you have. Don't just gather the information and be like, oh, cool, and sit on it. No. Teach. Even if you're like, look, um, no, I'm not trying to be no guru. I'm not trying to teach people on a bigger scale. I don't want a platform. Your kid, your family, you feel me. What are you talking about? Is that not your generations to come? Do you not want them to be aware, well-equipped for this? It's like leaving them a cheat code so they don't have to go through all the shit you went through. Yeah. You're rebuilding your world. It's time for you to expand and network. Meet other people that are into the stuff, shit like this. So that you guys can create this group. You guys can create this thing. And like, get other people. You know, it's expansion, okay? 
divine feminine. It's time for you to be more sensual. Step into your feminine wisdom and your passion. If you've been feeling like a lack of creativity or a lack of drive or lack of compassion or you're just so overworked that you don't have a moment for yourself, step into self-love. Do some dancing. Do some things that make you feel good, okay? Step into the things that you're passionate about. Soul radiance, okay? The phoenix rising, I told you guys. So, so in these cards, I'm seeing a lot of big cats and I'm seeing a lot of birds. I'm seeing owls. I'm seeing lions. I'm seeing like bobcats, okay? I'm also seeing like the phoenix, okay? So it's like I told you guys before that Lyran and um, blue avian connection. The Lyrans are the, uh, the lion-headed people like Sekhmet and things like that, right? Um, and, and Beset in Egyptian mythology. And then, like, when it comes to the um, Blue Avians, it's like Horus and Thoth, okay? And um, Isis and things like that, right? So, what I'm saying is, like, you guys have ancient ties to these beings. Whatever category you fit into, or if you have all these mixtures like me, you fit into all these categories of all these cultures that I broke down on this entire segment of these podcasts, okay? These are your people, Lyran and Blue Avian is where your soul originates from on like a celestial being type of shit that's why you don't feel like you're part of earth because you're here to wake these people up okay my loves you're a portal you have an infinite mind and it's time to awaken everybody's consciousness okay it's time to get things back on board i love you guys i appreciate you guys for listening to this beautiful 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 creation story okay and this is not just the creation story of my people. It's everybody, okay? Everybody besides the Alpha Draconians, the royal families, the five royal families right now. Look into them. Look into the Bilderberg Project. You'll see what I'm talking about. Bilderberg. Not Bilderberg. Bilderberg. It's five royal families that is in control of our food, our news, our entertainment, our sports, our healthcare, everything. And then out of all those things I mentioned, think about how harmful all a lot of those things are. We got GMOs. I told you every time I get on my email, there's another food being recalled or baby products being recalled. They're even trying to fuck with your guys' kids. The healthcare system is shot. It's fucked up. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, pay attention to these things, okay? Read the Bible. Read um, Revelation 6 and continue on. You know, spread love, spread positivity. If nothing else, start within your own home and your own family. It's, or start with yourself. It starts really with yourself. And from there, it spreads out to everyone else, okay? I love you guys. Thank you for listening. Until the next episode of whatever it's going to be, I'm out. Peace.